It's episode 81, 81 of Jar. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Tim Brown. I think he was I think he was number 81. Tim Brown. I'll take your word for it. Yeah, if so. you told me that confidently, I would believe you. But just saying. We did Steve Large and We're last on. Week. We're on. I didn't know you push record. <laughs> Welcome to the party. Well, hello. <laughs> well, how professional of us. <laughs> Thanks I, for joining us, Babu Baba. Babu Baba. We got a poo We got a Babu Baba. And a pee ba. I peed sometimes in my life. But you guys have all peed too, so you're all pee balls. Everyone's a pee ball. Yeah. He's a piddleball. 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 Is that where I'm at? He piddled a little. I think I've degraded a, a bit in her eyes a bit <laughs> over a little the weeks. Piddle. Just a little. It used piddle. to be a, a mighty stream. Yeah. Now it's just a little piddle. It's a yeah. piddle a little. Yeah. It happens with age, dude. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Fucking A. It's all good. Still a mighty piddle. <laughs> it's a mighty piddle. Because my ego needs to say mighty large. Mighty piddle. It's so big. <laughs> <laughs> Says all the people with tiny, tiny cocks. Hi. 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 We've got a fucking fun ride today, I think. It looks like it. We've got, I don't know, I want to talk about cards, but that's probably cards, not cards, what everyone cards, else cards, wants to talk cards, about. But actually, we're going to do some Just a Ride cards coming up pretty soon. We've got some Dipshit Files cards coming out in, in a week or two. Weeks. We've got yeah. uh, the cool Prism of Colors cards coming out next week. But we want to do Badass of History cards so mm. that there can yeah. be a Sergeant Stubby card. Because mm-hmm. there Just needs for that. to be. There yeah. needs to be. Uh, that, will be the, that will be the Ken Griffey Jr., of our set this year, even though Angus will have we a need a Vitek card. I definitely too. need a yeah. We need a Sarge, or a Corporal Voitek. Voitek. I definitely want a Sergeant Stubby card, and I definitely need a really epic King Kamehameha yeah. card. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> need to just build. like flipping a giant volcanic rock or something. Yes, or just a volcano <laughs> over. Why not? We yeah. can do anything in Photoshop. Yeah. Hell yeah! But that'll be fun. We also want to do our wise cunts cards, and that's mm-hmm. why I asked you guys about who are the wise cunts. Mm-hmm. And you know how wisdom isn't something that you just are. Okay, so my, everything falls apart. Cool, just destroy the whole studio, dude. That's <laughs> it. My clock fell off the wall. Whatever you want to do. Rinky dink fucking situation we have. Everything's everything's falling apart. But people that were touched with wisdom every once in a while, like last week's uh, yeah, brain like, meets like Zach individual. touched me with wisdom a couple times. That was wisdom. I didn't consent, but that he touched was, me anyway. That was my wiener. Um, <laughs> I call him wisdom sometimes. <laughs> He's more just knowledge. And he's, now so do I, apparently. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Needed more knowledge, less wisdom. <laughs> more more wisdom, less knowledge. I don't know. He had a dick on you. Anywho, uh, yeah, more cards coming and all that good stuff. And if you guys want to let us know who are the wisest cunts out there, send us justaridepod at gmail.com and say, wise cunts. It's just a ride pod. And we'll find out who they are. But we have a, a list. I just want to include what I might have missed and what you guys think that we haven't covered and all that stuff. We have. Here's your chance to have input. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, God dang it. So, put it, put it in. in. Put it in. <laughs> Sensing a trend for this episode. <laughs> put it in, put it in. Once again, back to the dick. All right. <laughs> Always. All right. Well, there's not too much else. We're just going to get right to it. Of course, there's a bonus show uh, for the patrons. It'll be in Scatcast and just to ride patronage areas. Woo. And let's go on to the dump counts. Dump counts. Doing dumb cunt things Doing dumb cunt things Cause we're all dumb cunts Nothing ever makes sense Cause we're all fucked up Alright dumb cunts What have you guys been doing? I'm a dumb cunt Have you cunt. been doing dumb cunt things? Yeah I always do dumb cunt things I did too Actually we reorganized our Our area for shipping mm-hmm. To fight the VTEX mm-hmm. Of Troutdale And yep. others also, West I Hammond. guess there's one in Portland as well Fuck yeah Of course there is Oregon is riddled with VTEX Yeah And so We've definitely reorganized everything. We're going to have your cards to you faster. Mm-hmm. Damn it. That is my pledge to you. 
to fight the VTEX. Like As the moment you order, like I'm going to, before you order, I'm going to know. <laughs> We're trying to set up an AI system. To, right now. It's basically Minority Report. It, that's right. <laughs> You're I've not got, guilty yet, but we know you will be. I've got three psychics in the basement, <laughs> and they are connected to a mainframe. We feed them once a month. They'll be fine. <laughs> just some M&Ms. It's, no, they're fine. Mm-hmm. They just need the sugar, a little electrolytes, yeah, Gatorade, right. M&Ms. They're fine. It's like Power World's out now. You can, it's okay. It's like, you know, just take these little things and make them work for you. <laughs> <laughs> they love it. That's what they want to do. They're like house elves in Harry Potter. <laughs> Wait, we Very freed valuable. the house elf, but he's folding your laundry. It's sending mixed messages. I'm just, <laughs> you like folding laundry? I'm sorry. I'm just, I need to, <laughs> this is hard for me to process. <laughs> well, all of the, all of the, the cards that were ordered on Tuesday went out today. Yeah. We want it. So exciting. We want to go out fast. So we've reorganized our, our system. Mm-hmm. We didn't realize how many cards we'd be pumping out of this place mm-hmm. and how many top loaders we'd be going through. Holy fuck. Basically yeah. so, a we've got, card company at this point. I think so. Yep. And I, I thank, thank you guys for being a part of it. Yeah. We're, we're trying to put a lot of effort into making really cool cards to have. I'm holding right now the Scooper Trooper black card. And it's it's big and it's black. And it's painted edge black. And it's thick with it's two C's. Thick as fuck. <laughs> but it's really nice one and it's very limited. The first 50 sets will get this one. Looks cool. I touched it. No more ever made ever again. Although that one I'm keeping, so there'll be 49. We'll count it. I'll, there'll be a fucking number or whatever, but it's very limited on this one. Excited. Uh, but yeah, that's my dumb cunt stuff. I'm trying to fix... The VTEX, we're trying to fight the VTEX mm-hmm. because we want you guys to have your cards immediately if I can. If I could teleport them, I would. But yeah. at this point, we're going to UPS the shit out of them <laughs> or however that might USPS. be. USPS. USPS. Yeah. However yeah. the fuck we Not get UPS. They're board. in trouble right now. <laughs> fair, fair enough. I don't know anything. I don't poke my head out. Oh, you in didn't that hear direction. about that? Mm-hmm. Uh, UPS was uh, laying a bunch of people off over some, some bullshit, even though their profits are going way up. It's oh, just boy. like there was a big. Now they're the union is angry. <laughs> oh no! But that's that's nowhere near the whole story. I, when I heard about it, I was like, yeah, that is kind of fucked up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wish I could tell you. UPS but. is from when I knew people that worked there. It was a pretty good job. Paid well. Mm-hmm. Had, a, had a lot more benefits in some places. So yeah. good job. I wonder oh. if I wonder if the COVID stuff changed that, like how things were during Man. during lockdown and stuff. Because like that, I'm sure that was a shit job to have when everybody was just at home, mm-hmm. ordering you know, literally everything. You, you know, fortunate son, the CCR song yeah, yeah. for the Vietnam War. They probably have that going through their heads for 2020. <laughs> yeah. Like gin, 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 gin. Anyway, that's that's yeah. all along the Watchtower. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Fucking the, all of the songs from the Forrest Gump movie go through their heads for 2020. Yep. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, well, what kind of dumb country? Were you guys up to? Dumb country. Mm-hmm. Dumb, dumb country. What, what dumb country were you visiting? <laughs> <laughs> dumb country. Country. I don't know if these words that are coming out of my mouth are real words. I don't think that one was. Yeah. But you know, well, you know what it implied. You did a bunch of uh, scat cast work, and uh, that's mostly what I've been doing too mm-hmm. <laughs> on the BBC yeah. end of things. Um, but it's been a lot of fun. I'm learning a whole bunch of like people are like, yeah, hey, gotcha. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm learning a whole bunch of stuff, obviously, which is part of what i love about it but uh it's been a lot of like i wonder if i could do this and then figuring out how to do that and it's like wow now i have a new skill yes (laughs) you know but uh it's it's been a blast with all these guys that are hopping on and people that are helping and stuff that are are like chris is out there testing all of our merch (laughs) (laughs) which is dope and i love that thank you carissa but uh yeah most, most of my most of my shit has been revolving around that. I did play some fucking Pal World 
as you might have noticed because I mentioned it a minute ago and you both looked at me like the fuck you talking about yeah <laughs> Pal, Pal, power world what pal world pal world is a game that I've been waiting for to come out for at least a year mm-hmm. since I heard about it but it's basically uh <laughs> nobody likes it when you say this but it's true it's basically a like a Pokemon ripoff. Uh, you had kinda. mentioned something I'm angry about at you for that. that. <laughs> How dare you? Lots of <laughs> right, but um, it is that. But then you like go out into this world and you catch these pals, not Pokemon. They're pals. <laughs> catch them all. Okay. And, catch most of and them. And you go catch them, um, and then uh, you can use them to fight with you in in battles and stuff. And um, but you can also give them guns. <laughs> and you can butcher them and eat them. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> oh, well. Okay. That's what Pokemon fans always wanted. It, it really is. <laughs> I want to gut that like, fucking Pikachu like, so like, much. Like all the original Pokemon fans that were kids when it came out, mm-hmm. like they're all fucking grown ass millennials now. And we're just like, yeah, we just want Pokemon with violence, please. Right, exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. So now, now we kind of have it. it. I kind of have it now. And you can, like, you can build bases and you can make them work in your base. And it's like questionable morally, but it's really funny. <laughs> questionable like there's morally. there's literally this one that you can catch early in the game called Depresso. Oh, <laughs> nice. another thing. I love how cheeky the game is too. It's mm-hmm. very sounds cheeky, like the you, creators you, you, kind you of catch this little Depresso. He's like two feet tall. Depresso. He's, he's like this. He's like this like dark slate color with purple accents, and like he will he'll work in your rock mine. <laughs> Oh my and god. He's yes. just got like a pickaxe and his face is just like uh, I hate my life. He's just slowly swinging this pickaxe. Man. Uh, this is for being at work. You're like I feel you, buddy. I yep. feel you. Yeah. No, it's over. it's it's been fun. I haven't got a whole ton of time to play, but I've played when I can and it's been <laughs> highly amusing. No regrets. <laughs> so, but that's been my dumb country. That's pretty much I just played a little bit of Power World. I watched a the 100 i was telling you about yeah, that off mic earlier cool. i'm late to the party on that i tried to watch it once upon a time and just didn't follow through but i picked it back up and i'm like holy shit why didn't i watch this it's so in my wheelhouse it's space and also post-apocalyptic uh, to, to do that well that it's, takes i'm some like effort. fuck yeah and like i haven't heard of anybody that acts in it that's cool too but all the acting is pretty damn good yeah. i'm like huh it's a netflix yeah yeah joint. It's, it's a netflix i don't know if netflix made it probably it's on Netflix, though. So, but yeah, that's been fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, every time I do that, I think I gave myself a concussion the Stop other day. Stop doing that. He's got whiplash. Seriously, that. at the end of the last one, my head hurt so bad. I was like, God, can we turn the ampage down? <laughs> I know it's okay. Yeah, I say yeah. fun a lot. Let's, ah, yeah. let's sure, electrocute buddy, me. we'll turn it down. Mm-hmm. Turn it up. Yeah, turn it and up. does it have to be connected to my nutsack? Does it have to be? I think that's the only way that it works. Aren't dude. there Sorry. other sensitive parts? No, I'm parts? pretty sure it, the electricity only goes through nuts. It's sacks. getting cheap. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, you, you you can't be a dumb cunt because you're just not that. But did you do something? I did like all kinds. Mortals? I did all kinds of stuff. Okay. I started writing again. Yeah. Uh, this past week, so writing. Uh, Hate mail. That's <laughs> my favorite kind of writing. Dear government. <laughs> no, I started writing on. Uh, I added more to my blog, so. Oh, hell yeah. I got a, was able to get creative, cool. so that was kind of fun. Um, sorry. It's okay. Additionally, I was super excited because we had a wonderful warm day a couple days ago. 
Yeah. It was 52 degrees outside. Out of nowhere. And I went outside and I raked up the patio and I got all the leaves cleaned off. And I actually, for the first time ever since we lived in this state, the hose wasn't frozen before my my son's birthday or yeah, yeah the the hose wasn't frozen at all so i was able to hose off the patio even That's it was so warm what a capricious winter doesn't i know. know what it wants to be it doesn't work i mean so it was freezing i know for a couple weeks then two it was weeks spring. later it's 52 degrees i, found my, I saw a fucking squirrel yesterday my bulbs. Like, i don't know what's going on i'm looking for nuts i'm cold but <laughs> i'm fine it's february 1st or second or third, somewhere in there. It's the first couple days of February. I don't really know what date it is right now, but <laughs> essentially, my hyacinth bulbs are already peeking out the top of the soil. And that tells you that, that it thinks is, it's spring. It's not the ju- bulbs February. think it thinks it's spring. <laughs> Oops, they're in for a rude awakening. Yeah. I've been through enough winters in the Pacific Northwest to know that this is just teasing us. It is teasing. Yes. Us. Oh yeah, it's gonna it's gonna come oh, back yeah. with a vengeance. It is. <laughs> Keep but your at chains least, on your tires. At, <laughs> at least uh, the two inch thick pile of leaves that covered our patio from all the trees dropping all of its leaves and me not picking them up, the weird leaf sludge gone. Hmm. Nice. And it's been uh, ready for composting into the garden bed. So I'm really excited about that. Sweet. Yeah. And so that's... Outside, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I see the outside sometimes. Like <laughs> I when I come here and when I go to the grocery store. Same, same. I went yeah. outside and spent quite a bit of time outside. Had to fix the chicken pen because the, the gate fell in on itself during the last snow. So I had to fix that. And that was interesting, but I got that fixed. <laughs> And then as far as games go, I started playing a new game a couple of weeks ago, and I wasn't sure if I was going to like it because I don't like, uh, I'm, not a, I'm not a Disney fan right. at all. In fact, it, it's irritating to me, <laughs> but I actually enjoy this game. They got you. I enjoy it. They found a way to India. Disney Dreamlight Valley is what it's called. Yeah, I've and heard about that. Never, it's, never it's, played it. It's a fun game. I mean, it's, it's quest heavy. So it keeps it's literally just keeps you busy. You can't if you allow it to it will it will just keep rolling you right along. You have to actually put a stop to what you're doing. Mm-hmm. But it's it's a fun game. I've enjoyed it so far. And that's that's pretty much where I'm at. That's where your dumb country is. Mm-hmm. Aren't aren't yards are kind of funny to me if you think about it. Mm-hmm. Like it's one of those things if you kind of zoom out and look at it, it's mm-hmm. like this is my slice of outside. Yes. You stay in your slice of outside. This is my slice. Yes. Don't walk on my slice. That's my outside. <laughs> look what I've done to my outside yeah. is a bit better than yours. Yeah, my outside looks far superior to your outside. <laughs> you need to get with the program on your slice of outside. That's shameful. I always felt it was weird to mow your lawn and to have a lawn. I don't know why. I know people are like, what do you mean? It looks nicer. And it's like, it does. You're right. Unless you don't have a lawn and you make it like a rock garden or you put some trees up. Or, I don't know. I'm, I'm a big to... fan of moss. I want a moss yard. See, that oh, sounds yeah. better. Right? It's, it's like you don't have to mow moss. Now. It's nicer to walk on. I... It looks cool as shit. You can get different colors of moss. You can probably do find moss a toad in there. You can do moss art. <laughs> the boy and I are talking about landscaping the front this year. Okay. And Getting we, rid of have, that grass. we have to leave part of the grass. Uh, but we don't have to leave all of the grass. All right. So we're talking about landscaping it, reducing the grass down by probably 80%. Sweet. And the rest of it doing uh, some rock and drought-tolerant shrubs. And then we have that mound that I'd like to turn into a melon patch. Melon patch. Melons. Sweet. Then we could find bunny rabbits or some shit. I want to do melons. We have cabbages. 
cabbages. I don't know why. <laughs> I like melons, so, man. Melons are so mm-hmm. I. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, Got me man. thinking about melons. Melons, now. Mm-hmm. not even stoned. It's talking so about good. boobies. What are you talking Honeydew, about? Honeydew, cantaloupe, yeah. mm-hmm. watermelon. Cantaloupe does really well here. Watermelon, they don't get very big, but yeah. cantaloupe does really well here. Okay. And Let's grow some cantaloupe. I have. <laughs> I can uh, eat so much cantaloupe. <laughs> I love cantaloupe, and we start. If I start the cantaloupe seeds by March first, then actually I should probably start them next, within the next two weeks. But anyways, get them moved outside. They'll do well. And with the longer season and the hotter weather in the summer, mm. they love that shit as long as you give them copious amounts of water. <laughs> and it oh, seems yeah. to do really well. We grew cantaloupes. See, if I grew cantaloupes in my neighborhood, they would just be covered in cat piss all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I can't grow anything outside because there's, like, so, many, the there's so many fucking cats. Oh, no. I have, I have like a cat soap opera. I look out my <laughs> windows because I work from home, so I watch these little fuckers. And I'm like, I recognize them when a new mm-hmm. one wanders through. I'm like, oh, it's an outsider. You know? mm-hmm. like, <laughs> I just see so many cats. See, if your piece of outside was actually blocked off physically I with know. a barrier from their outside, you probably wouldn't have as many cats. Well, you show me a, a, a barrier that keeps cats out. <laughs> a fence. Electric yeah. fence. Like, that's what my parents said. Like, I watched these cats climb uh, into tiny little branches of high trees and walk on rooftops and mm-hmm. jump over fences. I'm like, yeah. They'll find an electric barrier or something to <laughs> keep them out of my yard. Well, you can, I mean... It doesn't work a hundred percent, but you you can use the same technique that you use to keep uh, raccoons out of your yard. Oh, and I have just, those too. So <laughs> if turns? you've got if you've got fences, you can keep raccoons at bay. Of course, it's not going to keep them one hundred percent away, but it really reduces the number by soaking cloth. It looks weird, but you soak cloth in ammonia, and you drape it over the top of your fence line, hmm. and you put you can put it at the four corners. You don't have to do the whole fence. And the smell of ammonia is actually like a predatory type scent. And it keeps them away. Cats don't like it. So if I just piss all over my fence, then... No, it's a bit different. It's a bit different. (laughs) You want, I mean, just straight up ammonia. Not lemon-scented ammonia, but straight up, you know, great value ammonia. I'm sure my neighbors would love that. I I think what you should do is just sit out there... And just wait, and then just shoot them off one at a time, just for think, months. Think, shoot then them? Learn. Did you say shoo. shoot them? No. <laughs> you want me to shoot? No. Shoo them. Oh, shoo them. Go on, shoo <laughs> little stinky piss cat. Just shoot them. No, not shoot them. No. I know. I was like, what? Well, they I actually, I actually kind of like it, honestly. But it's just uh, what the flavor of cat piss yeah, on cantaloupe mm, yeah. for breakfast <laughs> every day. It sounds, I, I like nice. I like the little cat drama. It's funny watching them. Like they all have their little patterns and shit. It just the consequences. Anything mm-hmm. that's outside is is cat property. So. Right. Do, they, do they sing at night like the old cartoons, like jazz? Yeah, style? yeah. Like uh, like the Aristocats. They do like they do like they harmonize. Off key caterwauling. Dirty dirty jazz. <laughs> everybody drums on the garbage can. Everybody. Yeah. Um, they should. That's awesome. Yeah, no, it's funny. My my neighborhood's very interesting. Cats are drama. Yeah, and it's very interesting to me. So we have we had we had two kittens. Mm. We had two kitties. We lost one a year and a half ago. Actually, is it two years? Anyways, and they never liked each other. So it's it's an interesting situation because Not I've read second. so many times where you get cats 
and they will tolerate each other. They'll eventually learn to, you know, cohabitate. Not ours. No, not these these two. two cats for 15 years <laughs> fucking hated each other. 15 <laughs> years of not being able to s- share the same floor of the house. It's dedication. There, there was a couple moments where they had to live in real close proximities to each other. All they did was spit yeah. and hiss at each other. They hated each other for 15 years. We ruined their lives. Yeah. Now, the moment they were introduced to each other, it was like, oh, my life's ruined. Thank well, you. Well, one <laughs> passed. Then the dogs came. One passed. We still have the other one. And the other one was like, fuck yeah. Yeah. Very, very much so. The thing with her is, Lucifer, she is drama. And the older she gets, the more dramatic she gets. Yeah. It is just funny to watch mm-hmm. because it, she's almost like a human trapped in a cat's body, mm-hmm. and it's it's fun, it's interesting, and she's sorry, she's, I'm, I'm okay. causing you pain. Um, <laughs> it's a, it's just a I don't know. She's a lot of drama, and it's hilarious. She's a to talky watch. cat. She's one of those cats that you see on the internet where yeah. it's like, holy fuck, that thing has got a lot mm-hmm. to say. Yeah. Yeah. She looks you right in the eye, and her facial expressions change. Whoever says cats don't have facial expressions. Wrong. They so do. They it's absolutely just they're lacking do. The eyebrows. They have all the bullshit. They have like they ca- really long eyebrows. Yeah, those, <laughs> those things don't feel like eyebrows. Where you're like, oh, what a lovely face. It's they're cute, but it, yeah, they look mad all the time. Yeah. Resting she's, cat face. She's hilarious because she talks, and she if I talk to her, she talks back, mm-hmm. and we carry on full ass conversations. And we've gotten to the point now where I kind of know her sounds, mm-hmm. and I know what her sounds mean, so I know when she's hungry. It's not because she's acting hungry. It's because she just told me she wants food. Yep. And But her food is different than treats. She's been training you. Yes, she has. <laughs> totally. yeah. I also know when her box is unacceptable, her litter box is... And it, it doesn't even have to be dirty. <laughs> it might be that the, the I didn't smooth... Seriously, I didn't smooth the litter out enough. Oh, so geez. when I change her box, if I just pour the litter in and it mounds in the center... She doesn't like that. I think cats are winning. I think cats are winning the species wars of like who's living the best life. Because I think cats, they get to go outside so they can go fucking do whatever they want. Most of them. It's hilarious because there's this one sound that she only makes around litter box issues. Whether it's there's too much poo or she just pooed and she doesn't want it to stay. And I went in there, it was just a couple of days ago, and I was saying, I just cleaned your box. What is your problem? Because she made the I'm unhappy with my box meow (laughs) and so i walked in there and looked and it's mounded in the middle and she looked at me and her her ears were slightly sideways a little bit and her eyes were slitted (laughs) and i'm like what is the matter with you there's a mound in it you want me to smooth it out so i took (laughs) i took the the litter box uh scooper Mm -hmm. and i i smoothed out the surface and then she started purring, and she got in the box and took a shit. <laughs> and I'm like, it was seriously mounded. She you, rewarded you with purr medicine. You she's like, correct. She's like, correct. Prepare it for me, human. Yeah. Faster <laughs> next time. And it, it <laughs> cracks me up because that's what she wanted. She wanted me to unmound the litter. Jeez. Yeah, that would never fly with drama. Me. <laughs> drama. Drama. <laughs> so much drama. I like you have shit in the bark. Having cats is fun. Like it's it's. <laughs> Endless amusement. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't bond with cats the same way I do with dogs, or at least no cat that I've had. Mm-hmm. Maybe I just haven't had one that really got to me. Like, I love my cats, don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. Yeah. And, and I, I do kind of spoil them. You sure. Know, but I don't strip, like, flatten out the mounds in their litter oh, box. But Lucy <laughs> is the most spoiled animal I have ever had yeah. ever in my life. She yeah. demands ever. it to be so. 
She does. Yeah. She rides around on my shoulders for Christ's sake. You're my throne. There, yeah. yeah, I love that. Um, Crazy. My one of my little cats is a talker like that too. Mm. Like, and I it's the same deal. Like, I kind of know what she's talking mm-hmm. about, and if I say something, she'll say it back. You know, mm-hmm. like usually because I work at home, right? So I'm working, and she comes in there, and she goes, yeah, and I'm like. Oh really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's like, "Yes." <laughs> I'm like, "Are we feeling dramatic?" No bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <You know>? like, <laughs> well, we get into full on, and it it cracks me up when I think about it. Because as an outside person, if you were just glimpsing specifically in the kitchen, if you were just peeking in on my life with this cat, it's two creatures having a conversation in two different languages. Absolutely, but we get into arguments sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the hard part because as you take she, some of the things she says pretty personal, I'd well, say. she escalates <laughs> it escalates she, she escalates the volume and the intensity. I've seen and so I get like, back Don't and raise her, your voice at me. Exactly. But then she gets really intense and I'm like, why are you yelling at me? What we should do is should, <laughs> You're now yelling. If you can get it on film, one of the one of her tirades, uh-huh. send it to me and we'll we'll get some subtitles would, or something oh, going. Perfect. <laughs> yes. That would be perfect. She has a tirade every day, so yeah. I will. Abs- In fact, I have a couple of them on my phone. She's a little gun shy on the camera. She's not big. She's not a. If you can, she get doesn't it, want to be in the limelight. If you can get her, well, she doesn't want to get caught. That's the problem. <laughs> All the other animals be like, "What are you doing? I know. You're not supposed to talk to the humans. Mm-hmm. You said, Mama, quit it. <laughs> they're gonna take. They're gonna see. They're gonna tell. Yeah. <laughs> they're gonna and put it, it online, and then we're fucked. It's taken like four years of working at it and repeating it. I'm but still going, wow, wow. She says, wow, wow. No, wow, wow. When, she, when you're trying to get her to say mama. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But she only does it around bedtime when she knows she's going to get treats. Mm-hmm. She will play. Like, fine, I'll do your dumb thing. Right. She's like, okay, <laughs> yeah. fine, mama. And then she gets her treats. But she won't do it any other time. Occasionally, she'll slip a, a, a quiet one in there. And I'm like, oh, did you hear it? She said it. We're all like, no. <laughs> no, I didn't, I, didn't, like I, didn't hear, I didn't hear what she said. You're losing your mind. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy cat lady over here. And no, I tried it's... to I tried to get mama on video. It's a couple of weeks ago and she stopped mm-hmm. I'm like god damn it say it <laughs> yeah, I think one of the secrets cats of life definitely is know cats. when they're being recorded yeah they do yeah my they cats are, my cats rare. definitely do mm-hmm. I have to be sneaky about it if I want to catch well, them doing shit most they want of you the time. to sign like a form because yeah. they're in charge <laughs> yeah. they're like I did not okay this yeah. this is not consent. authorized <laughs> by this cat I didn't consent to this <laughs> I think one of the cheat codes of life is having a cat I agree I mean the purr medicine by itself is worth it mm-hmm. just like if you have a cat laying on you purring it's like Things are better than they could have been. Yeah. And that's just without, that's a fact. Yeah. That's it's just, just no of the sound. dopamine, yeah. serotonin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it is good. It's like spending time just like petting a cat, mm-hmm. especially when the cat loves you. Mm-hmm. It's just like, yep, I feel better now. Yeah. And, it, and it's like, hey, I know you're stressed. So instead of being like a dog and playing, you have to go find the fucking shit in the yard and see where they are this time. I'm going to just put it in one place for you. Mm-hmm. Or two if you're nice and you want to give me two boxes, but I'll put it in one place. Yep. Yeah. Very simple. Yep. So training cats is a fun challenge too. Chica. Like, oh, it is fun. Like teaching them, because mm-hmm. like, like my cats, I took a. It's like I don't know every animal I've ever had. I definitely spent a lot of time training, but I don't, I don't feel like, this is how you train a dog, right? Mm-hmm. This is how you train a cat. It's like no, this is how I train this one specifically. That yeah. is exactly you how know? cats are. Because cats, are, cats are definitely <laughs> like that. Like my cats, I I train both of them differently. But something they both know is like if if I, if I clap, mm-hmm. like I'll give them a warning if they're doing something I want them to stop. I'm like, hey, mm-hmm. sometimes that's all it takes. But other times they want to push it because mm-hmm. <laughs> cats do that. They do. <laughs> but they both know if I clap, 
Mm-hmm. If I, I don't, it doesn't even have to be loud. If I do that, they're like, yeah, run. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't. He's going to get us. <laughs> we have to stop whatever we're doing immediately. Even if they're not, even if one of them is misbehaving and the other one isn't, if they, I clap, the they're, other both, one they're both like, shit. Yeah. <laughs> they yes. from the thing I did four or five minutes ago. <laughs> Which is funny because like I've never hit them. Right. Like sometimes it's if they're the being s- really extra, I'll grab them and like pin them down and be like, you listen, no, right. no, no, you know. Mm-hmm. But like I don't hurt them ever. Right. But for some reason, I've been able to teach them that if I clap, it's like, oh, we're going to die. <laughs> that's how I had it. That's how I trained uh, me. Um, Doobie never needed clapping. She because mm-hmm. she never had an issue. Lucifer, on the other hand, uh, she needed a lot of clapping, and that's how I trained her too. And just a, a quick sn- a clap, real loud clap got her attention and made her stop doing what she was doing yep. and it helped a lot but i haven't had to do that for several years because yeah, she she's doesn't such a good cat she doesn't misbehave good cat in the yeah. sense that she feels like she's in charge yeah she is she's in charge arguably in charge she's <laughs> absolutely in charge she yeah. gets me out of bed in the morning all her financial me- needs are met no yeah. matter what she <laughs> like, gets i warm her cat food for her with warm water i dilute her pet, she only eats pate. She will not eat the chunky cat food, mm-hmm. and it has to be warmed. If it's especially if it was oh in the fridge, the fat goodness. has to be melted. <laughs> so you, you know about the enzymes that cats put off in your like. You've got to be. I'm like, I buy you. I buy you very expensive, good ingredient dry food. You eat that or you starve. Well, she's gonna be. She's coming up on 16 soon. Yeah. So she, she, her teeth. She gets are, the special stuff. She she's has to. It. Well, you can tell that her teeth bother her sometimes. Mm. So. Yeah, she's, yeah. she's so been soft a food. Of stuff. But you know, I wouldn't want my food straight out of the fridge, especially with my mouth problems that I've been having. Yeah. I don't want her poor teeth to hurt, so I warm her food for her. That's your fair. empathy for her and your ability to anthropomorphize her is good for her. And she's won out because of the enzymes in your food. Absolutely. <laughs> That's how you become What's a cat happen? lady is you have 5,000 different cats' enzymes running your brain. <laughs> What's You're like, good? I did cat food. What are you doing today? Cat food? <laughs> what kind of cat food? I'm making it by hand. <laughs> scratch. I, okay, so I thought about that. <laughs> I'm sure you fucking did. I, I That's totally part did. of the programming of the I enzymes l- in the cat. I looked up the recipes. Um, fucking because I wanted to make sure that she was getting the best food she I'm could telling get. you. I bet you. There's, it's not spoiling a cat to feed him awesome. Like, no. If they were out on their own, they'd be eating food that they, like, way better food than yeah. Purina. Yeah. You know, Purina is like torturing They'd be, they'd be a, getting a, the whole system. animal. Yeah. Guts and bones and all. Yeah, I'll tell you, yeah. here's some Dude, what you feed tea. your animal, I swear, and I'm sure this is true, but I swear, like, if you feed them good quality food, mm-hmm. you're not going to have to take them to the vet unless exactly. something crazy happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've done that with all my dogs. Mm-hmm. I buy I buy really good, like, shit, when I had dubs and I was living in Canada with her, there was, I found this ranch, like a company that was run from a ranch up there mm-hmm. that would come around in a delivery truck to, like, the three or four, you know, towns in the Burles. area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and deliver this food that like they made on their ranch oh, with, nice. and like I knew exactly what was in it and yeah. like it was fucking expensive yeah. because not only am I buying this really good quality local food but they had to drive it via truck to my right. house mm-hmm. you know but they just had me on their route and it's like uh, the Schwan man but mm-hmm. like Schwan but that's what what she ate and then when I was down here I just did some quick researching and I was like this food brand that I can only get at this store is really good food mm-hmm. and it's expensive but like I fed her that kind of shit mm-hmm. and a bunch of people food <laughs> yeah, you know because I'm a sucker but I never had to take that dog to the vet one time mm-hmm. in her entire life for something that wasn't like 
an injury that she sustained. Exactly. You know? Like yeah. for just like health related issues, she was healthy from the day I got her to the day she died. Mm. Well, you <laughs> I'm know, like it's got to be the food, good food and fresh water every day, absolutely. man. Absolutely. Like, <coughs> like, well, here's just real quick. Here's a little tea. I'm just being stupid, but working at the pet food industry, and this might be big pet food propaganda. Yeah, you know, you were raised on pet food. You literally yes, ate I've, it. <laughs> all of my problems <laughs> in my digestive system can be traced back to Imes, Purina. Maybe we should just put you back on the on the dog food diet. <laughs> well, here, you just, won't have any. You won't have to go to the doctor. Not ever. Right. I need some old Mother Hubbard dog biscuits. Is what I need. Old Roy. But my family, my family were, did Zach. a bunch of research when they when they opened their business, and they refused to do any of the grocery store foods, not mm -hmm. because they were trying to be bougie or anything, but because of the the manufacturing process. It's just mass produced, mm -hmm. and even a lot of the foods that they looked at <clears throat> to have, some of those were produced that way. And my mom was one of the people that helped found the ingredients and stuff for the wellness dog food that's out there at yeah. Petco and PetSmart and whatever. And we, we were the first people in the state of Washington to carry that, and we were the wholesale distributor for that. Yeah. And the reason that they liked that food is because it was human-grade mm -hmm. food. It was baked food. The other thing is, like, the difference for dogs' gums and teeth and shit mm -hmm. is, is the baked compared to microwaved and some of the other processes. Like, they'll zap for Purina, and I'm not trying to talk shit, but... You know, mm -hmm. talk shit. Your dogs Fuck probably em. would prefer <laughs> not to eat Purina if possible. I know it's right. cheaper and whatever, but if they were out in the wild, they'd be eating fucking meat or eating, mm -hmm. you know. Or you, perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, they, they did a lot of research. And they, my parents had, my, my dad was specifically a kind of a science dork. And he would take the different foods from all the companies and put them all in water. And mm -hmm. would try and simulate the dog's stomach. Right. Because these big long dogs, like German Shepherds and whatnot, their stomachs actually will turn from a Torsion, bloating. Yeah. yeah. And that's from a, an expansion of this food that's really, it's got not much in it. Mm -hmm. And it, it's the reason why a lot of vet bills and stuff. Mm -hmm. So we they specifically looked for dog foods that, and they ended up being these baked foods with high quality ingredients that would not bloat. They would stay, you know, kind of in the kernel still after mm -hmm. days in the water or days in the different solvents that my dad would use and whatever. But, mm -hmm. So I don't know if that's the right word. But they would try the different fillers, things. Uh, they, they had way less... Expansive fillers, yeah. yeah. So they didn't swell up a kernel that's you know three quarters or a half an inch in diameter. No, doesn't become an inch and a half in diameter after ten minutes in a cup of Correct. water, right? So it's kind of a grift. I mean, the mm -hmm. dog food industry in itself is a grift because you're like, don't eat, don't feed them table scraps. It's like, yeah, because you're probably eating shit for you. Right. That's probably yeah. why your health is if bad. If you're eating healthy then food, you should feed them the feed same shit. Feed it to your fucking dog. There's some steamed things, vegetables and lean meat. Fuck yeah. There's some things that are very poisonous for dogs that we eat just fine. Right. Like right. cashew. There's mm -hmm. a big list that you should know about before you feed them those grapes. Things. Yeah. Uh, and it's various degrees of like either the runs and digestive problems mm -hmm. or kill them. So it's, but if you're eating like, yeah, meats and mm -hmm. normal clean shit yeah. that you can pick off a tree or whatever, mm -hmm. generally the, that's way better for them. And that's what wellness has in it mm -hmm. or did when we were part of that was, you know, actual food. Yeah. Real food. Yeah. So. Well, part of the reason why I fixed the, uh, went out there immediately and fixed the chicken gate that had gotten our dog damaged. Is eating good okay, in the so neighborhood. <laughs> I went out there and was just loving the warmer weather, and I noticed <laughs> in the leaf litter that was kind of all over the patio, bits and pieces of eggshells. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> and as just I corner getting some extra protein, I followed the trail <laughs> yeah, of eggshells because this dog will. She doesn't eat the eggshell. She throws the egg on the ground. 
and then she licks the insides out yeah. and just the the eggshell eventually just kind of gets smashed up but mm -hmm. this trail of eggshells led into the chicken coop and when i went i was like we have an egg sucking dog That's a and when i went in there the floor Thanks. of the chicken coop is littered with fucking eggshells. <laughs> and I'm like, God it's damn like, it. very nice of my humans to get me this constant food So you know what I find really interesting? <laughs> I is I thought our chickens were off lay these past few weeks. Nope. 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 <laughs> nope. Uh, our the dog only is reason... eating its own body weight and fucking eggs. eggs. And look at her coat. And she, her... Is she is healthy as fuck. But I also yeah. noticed she's not eating her kibble at night. No, because it's, it's kibble. Well, plus, you know, She's and I like, feel I've bad. I've moved beyond it. I've moved <laughs> I up feel... in the world. It's like lamb and rice flavor. How about egg? I'm eating dinosaur. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, and that. I feel bad because I'm like, oh, well, maybe she's maybe she's just turned off by her kibble right now. Well, here, mm -hmm. here's some turkey. Here's some cheese. Mm -hmm. You know, as, as we move forward, I'm just giving her little bits of, here's some Dave's good bread. She's full. She's like, know? I can't eat it. <laughs> She's like, okay, I will, because I can't help it. It's just, like just nuts once and in grains a while, bread. Just once in a while, make her day and just like crack one of the eggs in her in her kibble. Mm -hmm. <laughs> She's like, here, go. Oh, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Uh, she will eat her kibble That's the only then. way to get yeah. her to eat her kibble. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she, doesn't, she doesn't really like it's it. like, I guess I'll eat the sauce on it's it. Like, it's like once you've had the, the good version of Steak. Mm -hmm. like oh, once you've had a really good steak, it's just like, well, now all 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 other steak is <laughs> right. just kind of like, eh, mm -hmm. eh, I've I've tasted the truth. Yeah, <laughs> I can't go back. No shit. No more strip steak. <laughs> try and try and spoil spoil yourself later in life. You know, yeah. save heroin for you know just for <laughs> right. whatever for later. Just for the very end. <laughs> all right. Well, that was a lot of dumb cunt stuff. Let's get on to the next thing and get some brainy meats going. Now let's do something constructive for our brainy meats. It's time for thinky things. All right, here we are in the brainy meats. Brainy meats. And actually, we want to tease a little bit. Shane's got a dumb cunt story that we forgot to talk about. It <laughs> involves his butthole in a burning hot fire. Oh. We know how you all like to hear about my butthole. Yes. <laughs> Ring of fire. Yeah. <laughs> you have to check that out in the bonus area. You can do that, of course, in yeah, you Patreon. Yeah, you got to pay for this butthole. It's not, it's not, no, it's, no. It's not a free butthole, oh, no. okay? It's classy. I've heard the story. And for five bucks, I think it's worth hearing that story. I mean, I've paid a lot more money to hear worse stories. I would have paid a lot burn, more money to burn, have it not burn. happen to me. Well, I can tell you that. That's the thing. Since I know you, it makes it a lot more. I'd probably pay 15 20 I probably would. Oh. Like, I, he's like, actually, I paid the guy that did it to you. Yeah. Cool. yeah. Out of context, story. that sounds so not good. I paid the guy that did the thing to your butthole. Mm -hmm. It's not that kind of story. I did it to my own butthole, but it was oh, the, the circumstances were cut. I'm just making it worse. I'm just going to stop. Just gonna stop. And it was at a Safeway of all places. Good God, you'd think you'd Good. be safer there. It all involved right. his car. I yeah. mean, geez. The guy had his member card. I mean, I had, you know, five bucks, whatever. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you can get away with more if you have a membership yeah, card. Yeah, that's right. All right, well, I wanted to talk about, I liked what we did last week where we had one specific Brainy Meets person. Mm -hmm. And so I thought we'd do that this time with another person that when I think of wisdom comes to mind a lot of times. It's Mark Twain. Ooh, mm -hmm. We're going to eat Mark Twain's brain. Yes. Samuel Clemens. Samuel Clemens. Mm -hmm. He is fucking very difficult to pick quotes from. I went to his official, uh, hopefully people that are doing a good job being scrupulous, and these are the things he actually printed and said or whatever. I don't have time to be scrupulous. I just trust what you tell me. <laughs> <laughs> it's 100% true all, I don't think that's of the a time. good idea. <laughs> but I also found some that, are, that could be attributed <clears throat> to him, maybe aren't. We'll see. But I have some to start with that are for sure him, and... These are kind of in a cool order, too. They're on 
specific topics. So we'll start it off, and they're all very yeah, short. If you put them all together on a visual graph, they make a kitty butthole. They do. Do they? That's fucking. I love that. Allegedly, there's some <laughs> kind of kinship with with Mark Twain and the kitty buttholes and Scat Cat. No, there's not. There's zero connections that can be made. We could invent it though. Yeah, we just did. <laughs> we'll now the a, fuck out of it. The thing that's happening right now is we're going to make a Mark Twain scat card. And that makes me fucking, oh, I got goosebumps up my, from my butthole up to my neck hole. You just heard your boner hit the bottom of the table. That's right. <laughs> That's right. It's wild. All right. This is his first thing is advice to kids. See what you guys think. And I always do this. I'm going to say quote, and then I'm going to read it, and then I'm going to say unquote, because of people I used to listen to, and that drives That was the proper way. So I'm on that part of the spectrum, whatever that is. <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean? That part of the spectrum. I do it on every dipshit files. Well, welcome to the spectrum quote. where I am. <laughs> End quote. Okay. Yeah, it's important, I think. I think, doesn't everybody do that? No. Go on X and see how people are I now. Don't. It's different now. Really? It's, it's interesting. I thought it was the proper way to do things, put, put and your that's how on. you do it. Get your helmet on. Oh, All right. good God. This is I, it. Go I didn't do it when we did our last quotes episode. <laughs> no, you didn't. I was like, see? this, Who this person said this. Well, here's I what I think about it. <laughs> Well, I didn't say the word quote or I unquote. Don't, I don't, I don't say quote do or unquote just because it was a quote show. Okay, so it's so baked it's into the content. Okay, yes. right. okay. But fine. if you're reading it's a fine. script and there's a quote in the middle of the script. I see your point. Quote. I generally quote. say it because I'm saying such stupid things until <laughs> I say their thing. It's like I definitely don't want people to I be confused. I cannot believe we derailed Brainy Meats for this conversation. <laughs> we don't want to set the bar too high. <laughs> you know, We're willing to, to bloviate about anything is what we've just, okay. just demonstrated. <laughs> Advice to kids from Mark Twain. Ah, quote. Always obey your parents when they are present. Always obey your parents when they are present. Unquote. Unquote. Always obey your parents when they are present. That's funny. Oh, like that's that. hilarious. <laughs> and that's good. That's pretty I, much. How I never do. heard that quote as a kid, but I already took it to heart preemptively. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. That's a natural kind of feeling yeah. that he just put into words for us. <laughs> this is on being embarrassed. <clears throat> quote: Man is the only animal that blushes or needs to. End quote. Whoa, the only don't, blushing we, animal. You know what? So many animals have fur or scales that just cover their blushes. That's I bet what chimpanzees I think. blush. Yeah. <laughs> and they're ripping each other apart. I they're bet like, cats, oh, cats blush probably. A cat? I don't feel like yeah. cats are ever embarrassed about anything. Oh, our cat they? gets embarrassed. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. She totally gets embarrassed. Oh, yeah. My, my, okay. well, I don't know how we got back to cats again. Sorry. But <laughs> it's fucking my fault. But yeah, one one of my cats, Professor, mm -hmm. he he gets so embarrassed. Like yeah. if he does something that's not graceful, mm -hmm. or like especially that, really, he's like, "Don't fucking look at me! Don't even look at me!" Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah. Well, <laughs> we awesome. our cat, uh, she's old, and she's starting to her back legs are starting to get weak. So when she assumes the position to poop in her litter box, sometimes. She her back legs can't support her, mm. so sometimes she will plop into her poop and flop over. I blush. Yeah, and yeah. so she comes to me and and asks me to help her wipe her ass, and I do, uh, which is super sweet. But she gets embarrassed in those moments, and she literally you could tell she just mortified look on her face. She's never been embarrassed in mm -mm. front of me until, and I've not seen that. <laughs> that's what you're talking She's about. Not, she doesn't care about your opinion. That's what that's we just established. Yeah. <laughs> fucking Lulu, that is it. That's a fact. The boy got to see her embarrassment for the first in full glory. For the first time just a couple days ago. I saw it actually not too long ago. Yeah. 
So yeah, I was I misspoke. Cats can be embarrassed, mm-hmm. but throughout most of their life, I think they just do things and like, yeah. I don't give a fuck. fuck yeah, you. exactly. They're not embarrassed by the same things. See this glass. See this full glass of wine. Fuck this glass of wine. Boom on the floor, shattered glass. What do you think? What do you think of that? Yeah, that's gonna. Cats have a hubris. Uh huh. And then when their hubris is broken, they're like, oh, and they act. Damn they act it. Out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Funny. Yeah. Never... So, so jury's out on the, on the people only being the only ones to blush. I don't know. Yeah. I don't fair know. Enough. I don't can't see under that. the fur. You never know. He's, he's not right about everything, but <laughs> good to think about. On being good. This is Mark Twain on being good. Quote, be good and you will be lonesome. End quote. Oh, wow. That's, really? that's inspiring. <laughs> huh, be good yeah. and you will be lonesome. Yeah. I agree with that. Hmm. I think you do sometimes have to fucking if you're standing on weird principles and the whole current of society is like we don't like dumb principles yeah I could definitely feel lonely there I have a hard time relating to people who haven't done dumb shit no oh, shit I don't <laughs> do know do you anybody. know people who <laughs> hasn't done dumb shit I know people that don't no. think that they've okay. ever done <laughs> <laughs> I definitely right, know, right. I guess, know a couple I guess, I guess like I should qualify it by saying like like Exceptionally dumb mm-hmm. shit. Okay. <laughs> well, like I know that there's above people... average dumb country. <laughs> that will not admit to themselves or anyone else that they've done dumb shit. I know people like that. But then you see them do dumb right. shit, and it's a hundred percent more satisfying. Absolutely. It's like, <laughs> yes. I definitely respect. But then the they never speak more. to you again. Yeah. When you call yeah. them out on it. It's okay. Worth it. Kind of like cats. <laughs> <laughs> Worth and it. I got my cats. joy out of it. <laughs> I feel like I, I don't respect people more for this, but you get a certain kind of respect if you fuck up real bad or if you do something super stupid and then how you handle it afterwards and how you get through it then there's some kind of respect that you can't gain f- about a person until they've you know wrecked something or right. fucked up or whatever yeah. or had I'm, a really tough time I mean context is important but no it's not I, generalizations yeah, you're right, you're right. fuck context life. nobody cares that's the key to life. <laughs> <laughs> nobody cares nobody seems to care anymore nope they never did <laughs> but context is important but I think in some cases doing something that is like bad, we'll say, and then coming back from it mm-hmm. and, and working for redemption. So redemption? Yeah. yeah. It's, that's the best. Like yeah. that's one of the best feelings is when you, when you as the person who fucked up or did something that was crappy realize you're like, oh shit. Like I came back from, I'm not even that anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. <laughs> like that's a good, that's a good thing, mm-hmm. and it's very relatable. So yeah, yeah I get it. On, I get it on the lonely something. thing too, because it's like, oh, well, you haven't ever done. Well, okay, <laughs> <laughs> you're just living in a box on the top of the world. <laughs> you, never, you never ran a red light when nobody's around to see it. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> I did just yesterday. <laughs> I might have uh, right in front of a cop too. Actually, fuck. <laughs> nice. I, I'm living on the edge. This is on books. And this is a guy that wrote prolifically a lot of books on books. Quote, bo- I'm going to say books 60 more times. Quote, say it some more. Books are the liberated spirits of men, end quote. That's very Books po- are the oh, liberated wow. spirits of men. It's very poetic. I would say on some level that means stories, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Or somebody authoring a story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think the Encyclopedia Britannica is, the sp- well, it's the spirit of the thousands of men. It is, yeah. but... Yep, yeah. only men, no women, <laughs> just men. Well, if it's a good encyclopedia, it's only men. Jeez. Oof. <laughs> oh, if it's boy. one worth owning and putting on your bookshelf, oh, put a leather bound around it, it's got to be about a lot of swinging cock. Uh, all right. On fashion, quote, clothes do not merely make the man. Clothes are the man. I don't know if that's true. What? Yeah. 
That's, how, that's his fashion. Clothes do not merely make the man. Clothes are the man. That's I picked that one because there's a few ways know. you could take that. It could be my brain is still trying to sil- sil- sif- You know what I mean? Yep, it's figure too it busy out. doing that to, for you to do wordy words. I'd like to figure out. <laughs> I wish I, I wish I knew where this what this came from. If this was him talking to a bunch of students at a speech, or if this was could, from well, so like there's a, a couple angles on it from from where I'm sitting. Is it could either be pointed towards like take invest in your appearance mm-hmm. and and that is a reflection of you mm-hmm. you know like that and like okay i could kind of see like is this yeah if the you suit makes the man like like thing. yeah like if you put yourself together uh not only does that effort have a good effect uh, internally but externally as well because people mm-hmm. will perceive you differently but it's also kind of like uh you know if if you don't really give a fuck about your appearance then I mean, in some cases, that's a great thing because it's like, I don't really give a shit what people think. I'm just doing me. Mm-hmm. But if you give a shit about your appearance enough to make it an expression of yourself, mm-hmm. then that's that's the impression that people will get from you. Mm-hmm. And it also okay. that that being projected towards you change it like makes you more that thing. Mm-hmm. If you were wearing yeah. chain mail right now and a fucking big suit of armor, <clears throat> mm-hmm. probably be. This like, would be a different podcast. You'd be uncomfortable. Like, like when, <laughs> we sure. do, when we do Sovereign stuff. And, Man. And, right. we, and we put on our, our costumes, mm-hmm. which doesn't feel like a costume to me when I'm wearing it. I'm mm-hmm. like, this is who I am now. I'm straight. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You know, so it's, it's a like, cool vibe. Yeah. So I could see. For I, us I, in our I think, I think I see where he's coming from. I do too. I thought that one was kind of like. He was here. He's like, I didn't mean that at all. I meant wear a suit like me or you're trash. He always wore a white suit. You see him in white suits all the time, I think. Uh, okay, next one. On food. Quote, a full belly is a little worth where the mind is starved. End quote. Mm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I mean, your brain needs food too, though. I'm just saying. <laughs> All, right. All right, next one. On human nature. Quote, nothing so needs reforming as other people's habits. End quote. <laughs> <laughs> other people's habits. Yeah. Not mine, mine. Not mine. Exactly, yeah. As I take it. a pull off of this vape. Mark Twain was a satirist, a very funny man, if you've read yeah. some of his stuff. Cheeky. Very cheeky. That's mm-hmm. the best. Cheeky way. bastard. Cheeky motherfucker. On ideas. Quote, the man with a new idea is a crank until the idea succeeds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that one. That's very true. I've seen so many people be whatever the fuck they did you know a lot of people that have dreams and stuff to go off and do something kind of big with their life or do follow some difficult path there's so many people along the way that are like fuck that guy yeah <laughs> it's so funny to see yeah we're just, we're jealous insecure little things <laughs> most of the time i think well there's so many unrealized ideas out there too like tons of people have tons of really great ideas but the percentage of them that are actually acted upon and manifested mm-hmm. pretty small once you see how much effort it might take to, to reach some of those things like I want to be an astronaut it was his dream since kindergarten until fifth grade until I realized gotta, how much you gotta science you got to do all of this shit and it's like fuck I don't want to do that you need to be all state track you need to be a science nerd and if you get 1599 or whatever the fuck SATs are now you you don't get a perfect score yeah Mm-hmm. And if you have like, a small well, heart defect, even after all that, yeah. sorry. If you see a different shade of green <laughs> slightly, get the fuck out. You can't read the controls. <laughs> all right. So on learning, quote, a full belly is, oh, that's the goddamn on the same one. On nature, quote, architects cannot teach nature anything, end quote. 
<laughs> that was yeah. crazy to think about. Yeah, that's that good. Yeah, that's good. Back to our hubris as people, mm-hmm. but I've, architects are amazing though. Human beings have built the coolest shit that I could never do. Yeah, never, never. It do. is. It is really cool, but then you see some naturally occurring beauty in the Way world. Cool. It's right. like what the fuck? As it falls on the thing that we built, yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, it was cool, but this well. is <laughs> this is way. Have you Mother, seen Mother Nature's like nice skyscraper? Yes. Here's a swirling vortex of wind with cows in it. What do you think of that, bitch? <laughs> oh. Here is a microscopic view of cell division. Beat that. That yeah. should be some evidence for God. It's like. If there is a God, he for sure loves irony. He for mm-hmm. sure loves fucking just to <laughs> laugh and laugh at destruction. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would. <laughs> right? Does there your you building go. replicate itself? No. <laughs> you Too need bad. to work on that. <laughs> Keep trying. Too bad. <laughs> Not there yet. Well, I've got quite a few, and it was difficult to pick. And, and this is scraping the surface because he wrote so many cool things. This one's on old age. Quote, there is no sadder thing than a young pessimist except an old optimist, end quote. Oh. <laughs> and there's the oh, M. There Night Shyamalan <laughs> twist at the end. <laughs> Makes mm-hmm. you think, though, for sure. You kind of want to get on the on the jump on that and be like, well, I'll just be a fucking pessimist real young. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of my generation was that way. Where it's I was, like, you know what, fuck, whatever. Right. My dad was that way. way wrong. I was definitely that way. Circumstantially, I kind of had to grow up quick, though. Mm-hmm. So, I, and I kind of—I like, was already an old man when I came out of the of the shoot, you know. So, right. <laughs> well, I came so from the that. latchkey kid generation. So, yeah, yeah, very much so. That's I think you—you so f- you actually did. You're at the tail end of the latchkeys. I got latchkeyed where mm-hmm. sometimes I left the key somewhere and I had to sit outside and wait until my mom came home at six thirty. Oh, after school in the rain yeah I'd, actually I'd hi- it was in the snow I actually, wasn't it? it was yeah and I'd found a little bush you know there's mm-hmm. some certain kinds of bushes where you can really burrow a hole mm-hmm. yeah. go back to the primal time and I'd mm-hmm. just sit in there and there was no cell phones or anything I'd just sit there and read mm-hmm. some little book Benicula perhaps one <laughs> Benicula, Benicula. <laughs> I remember reading that in a bush <laughs> shaking going like I wonder if if you can if my mom can hear me if I think really hard <laughs> she cannot I learned that real quick that the ESP between a mother and a son is not that strong she wasn't saying I wonder what my son is up to no. mm. well she wasn't like hey he's got to pee and he is not going to pee outside because something something happened to him <laughs> <laughs> what if something slithers up his wiener something hole about, you never know it you could happen pee outside I'm six I don't <laughs> if I touch the ocean, I'll die. There were some pictures that resurfaced recently of me uh, in a tree with several books, mm-hmm. which was a very common occurrence when I was a young lad. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like a, I feel like it's an integral part of boyhood. It's like go go sit on or beneath some plant and amuse yourself. <laughs> that like, was my life for years. Was in the bushes in the back by the fence. I'd have a little burrow area and I'd make like a fort. And I'd take my books in there and I'd read. That's what I did. Lay on a blanket and read with yeah. snacks. I take <laughs> apples. Something's waiting in the bushes for us. <laughs> Something's waiting in the bushes of love. Somebody knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> not me. I'm, no, I'm not. I'm just I'm, like I'm I. I'm gonna show both of you after this that's episode. An okay. you, you'll reference. never. You'll never know. You'll never not know it again. I'll take that double negative. <laughs> never not know. <laughs> You'll never not know what you didn't know in the first place, goddammit. What? That's like a Yogi Bear. We'll do Yogi Bear in the future. Yogi Bear is funny like that. He says those kind of things. That reminds me of a, a probably a meme or a whatever going around where it was t- making fun of book lovers, mm-hmm. where it's like, 
you're basically collecting books for just in case you have 33 extra years on your life <laughs> so that you can sit down and enjoy all of them. Uh-huh. But it's still a That's very true. worthwhile endeavor because you're like, I'm, one day I'm going to have six more lives to read all these <laughs> fucking books that I want to read. And yeah, and then you're just on your phone like, fucking, no, I'm not. I'm going to watch this tor- this mess on X. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a very inefficient way to get information into your brain. Mm-hmm. But, but at the same time, it's like, the best you work at it that's yeah. just it you feel like you've accomplished something when you've finished a book yeah there's a sense of accomplish there because you had to uh, actually actively take part in the learning process by processing it and mm. turning the pages yeah. instead of doing the dishes while you know soaking your feet at the same time listening to a podcast <laughs> where Pod. somebody else did the research and it's you know filtered we, we through definitely their endorse perception. that behavior though please keep doing all that all i'm <laughs> saying is uh, like a documentary podcast is what i'm talking about yeah. so that where they've actually processed the information mm-hmm. and it's filtered through their perception right. and their opinions are you know blathered back out at you and you, you well, learn their perception of even whatever getting, happened yeah getting mm-hmm. the story like fiction books too mm-hmm. that like there's such a classics when i was growing up I mean, we read a few classics as kids that were accessible to kids. Mm-hmm. But when you get into a certain realm of classics, more of a realm, more of a realm shaped <laughs> classic, <laughs> you get into this place where it's like, that's a masterpiece of human communication right. that put me in there. You know, mm-hmm. Frankenstein's like that. There's a, there's a few really basic. Mary like, Shelley? Like, yeah. I mean, where you're just like, holy shit. Where, where, where did I do? Where you were like, that's mm-hmm. a classic for a reason. Where it took your brain and traveled you to a different dimension. Yeah. And you lived through it. Mm-hmm. Yes. That I mean, ru- that type of writer. I mean, Benicula was and really good. Like two weeks afterwards, was, you act like your favorite character. Dude, <laughs> like, I am that character. Oh, I am that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am Frankenstein's monster. <laughs> I, can, I can read really fast, mm-hmm. but when I'm reading a book, I don't you on, choose slowly on purpose. yeah 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 makes sense and like you I've savor had, every bite. I, I, yeah i grew up around a mm. bunch of it's nerds because nerds are my people shouts out to my nerds mm-hmm. but i always I had several friends that are like i just read 10 books in the last couple of weeks or whatever mm-hmm. that just chewed through them like novels and shit you yeah know? and i'm like i'm sorry yeah exactly <laughs> you know i'm still working on one for mm-hmm. a month because I'm literally acting it out in my mind yep. and like giving everybody voices and mm-hmm. yeah. stopping to picture the scenery that was just described to exactly. me. Exactly. Yeah. The last paragraph wasn't, uh, if, if it wasn't visualized well enough, I'll go back and I'll read it again mm-hmm. because I, I didn't capture the moment well enough for me to be satisfied to move on. Yep. Yep. 100%. Mm-hmm. Last book I read for fun was written by Timothy Zahn. And it was Star Wars as fuck. <laughs> and it didn't have a lot of the, it had a lot of spaceship things. And I like, I don't know what spaceships would smell like, but I know I would like it because I want to live on a spaceship. Anyway, sorry. The last book I Timothy read. Timothy Zahn's a good writer. I like him. The last book I read for fun, and I haven't finished it yet, was a reread from when I was like a freshman in high school. And it was The Green Mother by Piers Anthony. Mm. And I haven't, I only read it Whoa. once. I just so I just recently got introduced to Piers Anthony. Oh, really? Yeah, like I knew of the existence of Piers Anthony, uh-huh. but I'd never read anything. Oh, and, okay. And so, so I started with the, uh, I think it's the first book in that same series, and the Incantations can, yeah, of Immortality. Yeah. yeah, and it was fucking great. Which like one was it? It was Death. Oh yeah, I think that is Death, the first book. I think it is the first. How book. would you explain to people that never heard of him? Well, Piers Anthony 
has his writing style is very um, how would I explain it his writing style is a very easy read mm -hmm. it's easy to read he's descriptive and he's warm it's almost conversational exactly like it feels like you're just hanging out with him and he's telling you a story it's a warm cool. it's a warm cup of coffee and a cozy blanket type of read but he's got different genre, not genres he's got different uh, subject matter what would you Is call he world that builder? when i think when i yes, hear that name I absolutely hear like, like an elaborate world so builder. there's piers anthony um there's a whole series of books the golem and the gears the nightmares oh what's that series called anyways it's a, it's a fantasy series that's set in the world of xanth mm -hmm. and so there's that series and there's i think 15 books and it's amazing uh it's more it's very very fantasy driven though we and like kind that. of playful and childlike mm -hmm. but fun mm -hmm. now the incantations of immortality are more adult themes like fucking no oh. <clears throat> but they're more they're more adult. stabbing and head cuttings no Ugh. uh there's more adult themed material you in mean, there like thinky so, you, shit? so and they they say that it's preteen is what they're saying yeah, i don't feel that but i don't I feel, feel like that's that because all. of what we were talking about with it feeling cozy and conversational yeah. like they're very it was very approachable like in i'm not gonna talk i'm not gonna act like i know his whole body of work mm -hmm. shout out to bethany for turning me on to pierce anthony mm -hmm. also but it was uh I like when i was reading it it was like it it was fun mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you just want to see my glasses fall off my face but it occasionally like it fucked crack. me up a little bit exactly and yeah like it's like i think stephen king kind of does the same thing mm -hmm. like they're very they're very different writers absolutely but Stephen King does that thing where it's like you're just rolling along and you're like, oh, okay, I'm absorbed in this and this is happening. And sometimes it's funny because there's a joke. And then mm -hmm. all of a sudden it veers into something like really fucked up right. in a good way. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't really linger. It's just like, and that happened. Mm -hmm. And back to the show. And you're like, wait, wah, wah, what? Yeah. What? <laughs> you have to stop and look up from your book and process for a second. That's what I love about mm -hmm. Piers Anthony. Because not only are his storylines and the world that he's building specifically in the incantations of immortality uh, have mythological influences in the real world, yeah. you know, um, with the three fates and, and Greek mythology and that sort of thing. But he's he's embodied these characteristics mm -hmm. like death and nurturing and yeah, whatever. Anyways. If somebody wants to check him out, where what's a good place um, to start? What book would what book would you recommend, and where did you start? Which was the first I one started you read? with the world of Xanth, which was the fantasy world, and I started when I was in the eighth grade, and I started with Golem in the Gears was the first one, and I think that's like the eighth book. How'd you find out about it? I found out about it through my best friend Mark. He had been told about it. So by I must have been a freshman. A wizard. I was a freshman then. That's when I started because I met him uh, my freshman year. So he, and I don't know where he learned about it, but Mark is the one who introduced me to Piers Anthony. I half expected you to be like, yeah, I used to smoke weed with Piers. Me and Piers go way back. <laughs> Somebody, it's like a few degrees <laughs> away from that. No, but it was, it, was, it was Mark who introduced me to Piers Anthony, and I read every book that I could get my hands on, and I wasn't introduced to Incantations of Immortality, and I didn't even know they existed until Mark brought that to my attention when I was a junior, I think, in high school. 
Maybe it was a sophomore. I love that. Is when it, you've it, read something. Incantations or, or incarnations? Oh, incarnations. Yeah, sorry. Incarnations yeah. of immortality. You know that You're vibe? Right. It's one of the coolest parts of, of my growing up, especially as an only child, because you, mm-hmm. you don't have a, a sibling to be like, hey, check this out. Mm-hmm. But I remember in the same kind of thing where you found out about these other amazing books that this author that made this amazing series right like you, it's so exciting it this, but i remember when i got the black album because i was i was about seventh grade when the black album from metallica mm-hmm. came out that was my fucking that changed my brain forever it was mm-hmm. like that's something my dad hates it okay mm-hmm. for that and i love it it gives me these weird kind of vibes illuminati cunt i am mm-hmm. going to be <laughs> but whatever it is and then I was reading the linear notes, as one might do, as they're interested in that shit. Yeah. And they're like, and it didn't say anything about Master Puppets and, and Justice for All, really. It just said, hey, shout out to all the crew and for Puppets and Justice. And I'm like, what the fuck are those? Oh, really? You <laughs> didn't then, know about no, them? No, I'd heard a song. I'd heard You one. were introduced to Master Puppets and Justice for All be- through the Black Album. Through the linear notes in the Black Album. Awesome. And then I, I went to the record store, and I'm like, oh, fuck, there's like five, there's four or five albums that I'd never so seen before. So exciting. <laughs> and everything, my brain, it was such a crazy vibe. Mm-hmm. So it's the same kind of thing where you're like, yeah. this exploratory mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. I and, had that with the <laughs> the Pendragon series when I was in like middle school and early high school. That was that series. I still have it on my shelf to this day. And it's, it's like young adult fiction. Mm-hmm. But fuck, it's good. And like some of the concepts, like uh, like we were talking about simulation mm-hmm. theory and all of that. There's one of the books is called The Reality Bug. Mm. And like the base premise is you're, uh, there's these group of people that are travelers and they travel between like different mm-hmm. realities, different, right. different dimensions or whatever. And this reality was a reality of Earth, but all all of humanity was like plugged into virtual reality in these big like pyramid structures and like the whole world had just gone to shit mm-hmm. um because they pillaged it for its resources to make these like virtual reality bunkers and mm-hmm. everybody's like i just live my life in vr now <laughs> and like they showed up and had to like i don't know almost that spoil could it, be what's going on right now. i know right <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. i was like i don't want to spoil it but like just having that concept thrust upon me when right. i was a young person i was just like i will never stop thinking about this oh wow and i have it right to this who's day who's the writer yeah. who's the author um fuck pen dragon series by god i almost said robert jordan that was the eye of the world i'll look it up i'll find speaking it. of that <clears throat> i just i last year i think mm-hmm. i bought that set Oh yeah, yeah. Robert, I haven't, I haven't Robert started Jordan's yet. Robert Jordan's good. Like that series, mm-hmm. he's a little verbose. Is he? Be my only complaint. Like it's just like that's like sometimes you're reading, you're like, okay, get to, get on with it. I want to see head cut but, off. But beyond that, <clears throat> the world building is great. Like you read the first book and you're like, ooh, this is cool. That was fun. And then by the time you get into the series, you're like, holy fuck! Right. Like, it gets it gets so deep. Really? Which see, is, I which haven't I read like. it. I read the right. preface and the introduction. And that's as far as I got in the very first book. Ooh. I will continue, but I, I just, I, when I bought it, it was around the time that I started making soap. Mm. Yeah, and I just haven't had... You could skip Fight Club. You could precedence. skip the prequel. It's not great. <laughs> yeah, I don't it was, know. It was written later after, like, it's not the first book, but he went back and wrote a prequel, and I was like, mm. It's tough to tie that shit back yeah, together. It, was and not, that's it, was, it wasn't great. So Props the book one is the prequel then? Oh no no yeah book one is book one okay. but then he went back later and wrote a book that like, takes we, place before I was that say, when they're we, kids is this like, like a Muppet Star Babies? Wars situation or <laughs> no, no. Uh, I remembered I didn't get far enough looking it up but I remembered who the author of the Pen Dragon series is it's D J McHale huh 
Okay. Cool. Yeah. Well, we've got lots of recommendations for some reading. Yeah. yeah. If you guys are into the fantasy yeah. genre, that's Thanks, cool. Brainy Meats. Yes. <laughs> I, got, I got one more, one or two more quotes from our Mark Twain. Hit it. This is on self-awareness. Quote, a man cannot be comfortable without his own approval. End quote. And <laughs> wow. I think that could also pertain to lady men. Or yeah. men or women. This was or written during a period of time when it was just a given that when you say man, generally it meant humans. Right. Yeah. But you can take it however you want. You right. Can, you can exclude women if you'd like to. It's up to you guys. I'm not your dad. <laughs> <laughs> happy to happy just to, to share these things. I don't want to live it for you. But anyway, that's true. We've talked about that a lot. I mean, you have to have your own approval. On travel, quote, travel is fatal to prejudice, end quote. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go somewhere. And mm-hmm. then you can meet the people. Go experience like, someplace different yeah. with different people. That's right. We talked about that. And yep. I, I pitched the lovely idea that you have to be forced <laughs> to go to other countries. A lot of times. Time. Zach's like, maybe we don't force it. And I'm like, yeah, but maybe we should. Mm-hmm. <laughs> instead, of, instead of forced military service, it's like, get the fuck yeah. out of your town. You go to mm-hmm. Cambodia for a year. Yeah. Yep. That's what you get. And you report back to us. And then we all grow as a human. This is your fucking... new job. Yeah. <laughs> You've never done this before figure it out does not come with a lesson plan <laughs> well I lied because I said there was only a couple there were so many to pick from in the bonus we're going to talk about a few more and I saved some really good ones for in there but there's so many to pick from I want to give you a couple more quote never tell the truth to people who are not worthy of it end quote oh wow Fucking yeah I like that Mark Twain huh Crocky like fuck not only you're lying you- constantly if you're a dick not only with your words, but with your actions, too. That's, huh. that's interesting because as I've, when I was growing up, the truth was always the truth, and the truth was required no matter what. That's what and that's, that's how I always looked at it. And as I've gotten older, I refuse to lie to people. So if you ask me my opinion on something, be expected to possibly not like what I have to say. Right. And that's pretty much where I, I move forward with my life. However, I have learned as I got older, sometimes the debate that follows something that you say that someone else disagrees with isn't worth my time. For sure. So I'm not going to lie. I'm just not going to say anything. Right. I I'll won't avoid. respond. I won't respond. Yeah, that's why I guess that's why I said mm-hmm. uh, with your actions as yeah. well and not just your words. Because I'm... I. I endeavor to be quite honest with people Mm -hmm. uh, about general things. Mm -hmm. We're in the podcast era. It's wise to be honest with you. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I'm... At least on most things. I try to be even more honest with people that are close to me, Mm -hmm. that I care about. But there are some things that I will bullshit about to most everybody except for people that I feel need it or deserve that truth. Usually shit about me, Mm -hmm. you know? But... But yeah, I'm like some some things. If you want me to be honest about them, you're gonna have to earn it, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm not going to alert you that you're being tested either. So yes. <laughs> that would well, you, that would taint the sample group, right? <laughs> well, Shaden's art of warring your ass. It's you interesting <laughs> because there's been situations where I had zero respect for the person who was uh, asking me a question. And I can't remember details. Yes. I just know. It's like every I had, question that Zach asks. Yeah, I was going to say, this is about me. <laughs> I had zero. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. But I had zero respect for the individual who asked me a question. Because they had done some shit to you, I'm sure. Right. Yeah. No respect at all. Monique respects and, people until they prove not to, <laughs> to be And I basically, yeah. I looked him in the eye and I said, 
I'm not going to talk about that. And they wanted to debate, and I said, not worth my time. <laughs> and I moved. I actually walked away from the person. So I didn't lie to them. Could have I, saved yourself even more time and just went, no, thank you. <laughs> perfect. Actually, but this a was, scat card, you could this just was handed them. This was before the no uh, thank you situation. This was, this was yes. well before. BNTY. Yeah. <laughs> yes. so, I don't want to talk about it. There's, no, it's there's not a worth BNTY my time. card. It's not worth my time. Uh, all right. So, yes, uh, it's interesting. I won't lie. No, I no, won't lie, but I will tell you that you're a waste of my time. <laughs> I hope I never get to that point. Goodness, it takes a lot. To, I mean, Monique is very forgiving when it comes to people in her life, but man, yeah, she That's, also is a bullshit that, fucking. You will smell that before anybody else. You walk as somebody walks in the room. I'm like, oh, I smell bullshit. Seems like. <laughs> Seems like that's that's, that's she's like hyper judgmental, the, folks. I'm just saying that's the I am not. I know, that's kidding. the human equivalent of like giving a dog a pinch, mm-hmm. where they're just like, whoa, like mm-hmm. it kind of like resets them for a second. Yeah, is being like, um, you slash this subject, you're not worth my time. People are like, what? No, uh, yeah. What? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yep. <Sorry. laughs> yeah. Moving on. Yep. Next. <laughs> Actually, no. Next. No, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. I really, I really like the no thank you thing. You no did that then. to me the other day. And I can't remember what it was just a couple days ago. I was talking about something and I was being, I was animated. I'm talking to Zach for our listeners. Uh, He was, we were sitting there chatting about something. I was hyper like emotional about a topic. I don't, (laughs) I don't remember what the topic was, but I do know I was fully invested and emotional and not in a positive way. I was more irked about something. And I was going to make some type of action to resolve the issue that I was talking about. And Zach was like, no, I, I can do it. And I was like hell bent on not listening to what he was saying for a moment. <laughs> and I'm, you know, just blazing right ahead. No, I'm going to resolve this. And he's like, no, I, I can handle it. I can handle it. And finally, he's like, no, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> and my brain went. Hit her with the no, thank you. I know. It was a gift you gave us. No, 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 thank you. And my brain went. And like came to a, just a screeching halt. You could smell the burning rubber. And I stopped and went, I am being a fucking bullheaded bitch. <laughs> no. You're right. To myself. I'm yeah, like, I am being that. a bullheaded bitch. He's right. He can do this. Mm-hmm. I don't need to handle it. I... I'm going to stop right there. And it was the no thank you that got me. Yes. <laughs> and yes. I love that. Because, it, you know, for those that have if never... To get one thing from JAR, the ability to... If, to... if there's <laughs> if, if there's uh, anybody out there who's never really hung out with me, which most of you haven't, uh, you you don't know about me, but it is absolutely true. Is sometimes, like right <laughs> sometimes I can get tunnel vision, and <laughs> sometimes I'm like a bulldog or a pit bull. When or I get a, little, a hold of something, little <laughs> or sometimes but high pitched trebly bark. And we all get really hyper fixated on things oh. too. Yeah, we do. Like I, I, I do that all the time, mm-hmm. and it's funny probably for people to watch because mm-hmm. like, I don't always do it, but when I'm really engaging with something, mm-hmm. I'm like everything's gone. Yep. And I don't know how long it's been. Exactly. When I come back out, I'm just like, <laughs> I imagine if somebody was watching me, they'd be like, oh, there he goes. There he goes, <laughs> and he's gone. That would be funny if somebody's watching watching the simulation that we are it's like oh yep. here he goes he, yeah, we triggered him it's he's easier it. and easier each time. Yeah. well i know i know from experience and hindsight that when i fixate on something and i hold and i grab onto something and i'm gonna see it through to the end 
sometimes rational conversation falls by the wayside. There are times when somebody who's trying to rationalize me out of my focus, mm-hmm. I'm not listening. <laughs> And I keep doing what I'm doing. We and I, all have a squirrel mode. And I, I get to the end, and I'm satisfied with the results, and then I let it go, whatever that might be. <laughs> you just had to get it out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but this time... So whatever part of the spectrum that is. Yeah, kind of like this conversation <laughs> right here. For some reason, I am just hell-bent on explaining this. But anyways, no. the no thank you worked out great. It did. Actually, that gave me an idea. Mm-hmm. Just like our Pope cards. In fact, this might be no, the thank next you. Pope <laughs> card. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking, you know, you buy a set of cards mm-hmm. or something, and you get a stack of no, no thank you cards. No that you can you. have. We'll even do a little carrying case. You can have them in your pocket. <laughs> so you can so it's like, out. hold on, no, I have a thing for you, real quick. Here you go. <laughs> also, skycast.com. Put them, put them on one of those uh, no, re- retractable things that clip on your belt. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So you, so just no, thank you, and then yeah. just let it go, and it's like, <laughs> just back to the oh tool belt. No, we could do plastic <laughs> card. Don't worry, I have a thing for this. Have it in one of those little. Um, yeah, like the the lanyard, oh, like a badge, the badge, vinyl oh, badge holders, yeah. <laughs> on a retractable thing on your belt or on your purse. Yeah, Here no, they you just you, throw the you just throw the no thank you card down and it goes just, whoosh, just back like, into your purse or just like whip a handful of them into the air and run away like just like naruto run the opposite direction just like here at, here at Skatcast, we want to make practical useful merch items for you oh, and your podcast needs we could get a we should make a hat that has the same font and style as the yankees logo but it's nty oh my god done that's hilarious okay somebody can get on that yep there's a we're meme turning, on me we're turning life and and communication into a fucking card game is what we're doing. <laughs> it's hell yeah. It's been dare I say, I'm not going to electrocute myself. It's been one of the, the words that's been the word that electrocutes me. Fun? <laughs> <laughs> you could have just gone with it and you just, saved you, me. You're just going to dangle it in front of it's me like that. It's connected to my ball. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we got more Mark Twain in the bonus. Thank you guys for being patrons. We appreciate mm-hmm. the shit out of that. But let's jump out of this and get to the next thing. Yeah. Are you going to teach us some shit? Yeah. So I was doing a little bit of research. Weird. As you tend to do. People don't know that about me either. (laughs) You're like Like a little librarian. Kind of research. Me, my little librarian. We salute you. Who who might put a spell on you? Who who wears a robe (laughs) 24-7? Well, at least it's a black robe now. It used to be a white robe that was about 15 years old, covered in holes, Burn farming, marks. Farming stuff. Yeah. A little less crazy. white than it started. Perhaps. Yeah, it was like this off white gray <laughs> with stains. I had grape juice stains. Looked like a J rag. Anyway, yeah, go ahead. It was awful. <laughs> Anyways, so I was in the process of researching. I found this website that had some really cool, it's a teacher's website. Uh, we Are Teachers is the name of it. And there's a, a bunch of really cool information that in there. That sounds like a cult. One of yep. them. Mostly shovelcock, too. One of them, <laughs> weareteachers.com, but one of them is uh, 130 weird but true fun facts that will amaze and surprise you. Let oh us be amazed and surprised by so, weareteachers.com. Are, are these going to be things that I felt better before I knew them kind of thing? I don't. Some <laughs> of them. The shovelcock, that's there's sure. a couple that I've already shared in, in, uh, in the inside shit. So... Shovelcock right. in hand. Shout out to Spoonman Spoonworks. So I won't, uh, I won't share those. But here's one. Number the first one. Australia is wider than the moon. I do. That's true. The moon sits at three thousand four hundred kilometers or two thousand one hundred and thirteen miles in diameter, while Australia's diameter from east to west is almost two thousand four hundred and eighty-five. And it's similar to the moon, except for it's got dingoes. 
I don't like that at all. <laughs> it's true though. I, I did. I felt better not knowing that. <laughs> okay, so this is the one that I this is one that I I shared in the inside shit, but it's important. Uh, and and I'm going to share it now, and you probably will feel even worse when I get done. Oh, perfect. Uh, headphones can increase oh. the bacteria in your ears. Yeah. Wearing <laughs> headphones for just an hour could increase the bacteria in your ears by 700 times. That's okay. If just, it was like 800 <laughs> times, I think I'd draw the line there, but 700 times. I'm just I'm just building my army in my ears. That's what, all it is. Could it be good bacteria that's building a city that's going to make <laughs> my ears better? I don't think so. A, a fabric, I, I, a technological... Probably just helping my immune system. Probably not. <laughs> maybe, yeah, right? maybe. Maybe. Jump okay, so, into the lake of, that's filled with sludge yeah, I'm, so I'm, that you can be immune I'm to fucked it. on that if it's a bad thing because I wear headphones a lot. It's my so life. do I. <laughs> so the people listening to this, most of them are like, I've most, been doing this most for Most people years, shove so earbuds in their ears. So... Ooh, clean your I, earbuds. I straight up will not share earbuds with no. somebody though. Like uh -uh. somebody else's earbuds. They're like, here, listen. I'm like, no, no, thank you. No, I'll put it up to my ear, but I won't stick it in my yeah. ear. I got my own bacterial culture <clears throat> I've been working on for years. <laughs> We're gonna introduce strangers to them. <laughs> Build that wall. And the borders are closed. <laughs> Yuck. Okay, so get this. Scotland chose the unicorn as its national animal. That sounds like something a fucking guy that eats haggis would do. Fuck yep, yeah. in Celtic mythology, the fictional creature is connected with both chivalry and dominance, as well as purity and innocence. Wow. No, Christ, that's, hold what? on. That's dominance, a lot of things to claim. Dominance, but also purity and innocence. I think that is a contradiction. Way to go, Scotland! <laughs> fucking what the fuck? You that's, invent economics and a couple other crazy things, and then you just go crazy and do it unicorn shit. That's cool, though. I'm for it. I also just... Uh, as a brief aside related to Scotland, I've stumbled across a TikTok from a Scottish creator mm -hmm. that I like, and she informed me that a monkey got out of a zoo in Scotland mm -hmm. and has been roaming the highlands. <laughs> oh, are you kidding me? Just and he's fine. Like he's he's built for cold weather, so he's just oh. he's doing fine. And he's just like has keeps, he learned how to sew he his keeps, own clothes? He keeps <laughs> he keeps like coming like there's they're trying to catch up with him, but people keep like calling in and being like he came in my yard and ate some of my shit and then just took off again. Oh. <laughs> like he's just having the time of his life in the Scottish oh Islands. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. I love that. I do too. I was like, Good that's God. great. We He's gotta, just he, having himself a lark. <laughs> we should look into that enough to where he can become a card and has a name. Right. What is oh his name? Gosh. He's just strolling. And how just, just hang can, the Scottish monkey. Had, I wish I could remember, but Scottish. Do you know what kind of monkey Scottish it was? Scottish thing. I want to say. <laughs> Scottish Highland monkey. I, I want to say, and I might be wrong, but I want to say it was a Japanese macaque. Mm -hmm. Cool. Perhaps. That's funny. So he's yeah. just being a Highland samurai, living oh his best God. life. <laughs> The Highland Monkey. Right. They have a name for him, something that everybody's been calling him colloquially since he got out, and I wish I could remember. But oh, go, I'm going to have to look yeah, that up. Yeah, go find it, because it's, it's funny. <laughs> okay, so get this. The Eiffel Tower gets taller in the summer. Expands. When the iron heats up, yeah. the tower can be up to six inches taller due to thermal expansion. Makes sense. That is true. The shuttlecock remains... Holstered. Yep. Okay. And also this... true of my dick. <laughs> Still holstered. <laughs> bringing it back. Just oh, bringing it, it back it to the up. dick. Okay. When it heats up. Okay. <laughs> when I get so, hot. Um, this one here, of all of us know all too well. Me specifically, over the past couple of weeks, human teeth 
are the only part of our body that can't heal themselves. Fucking stupid. So stupid. Teeth are not made of live tissue and are coated in enamel, which can't spontaneously regenerate. Fuck teeth. Yeah, I wish we were more like sharks. We've discussed this. Shark teeth would be yeah. up there. Mm-hmm. Or just that ridge that you like. Just that Also, so, also kind of hot. I'm into it. A ridge? Shark, shark, teeth? shark teeth people. Oh. Don't bite, don't bite. Ah, ah. <laughs> Not there. I said no biting. You could kill me. Could you imagine <laughs> having, yeah, the, just having teeth that would fall out and regenerate themselves? It, Your we vacuum, started off that way. We would, kids vacuums right. would be totally different. I mean, you thought that you had an issue walking around <laughs> stepping, <laughs> stepping on Legos was bad. Could you imagine your child, you know, seven, teeth. nine years old, somewhere in there Ooh. with their... Yeah, they're little they're, kids bite too. Exactly. Fuck. Well, yeah. and they've lost their teeth, and you're like, Timmy, how many times I've tell you don't leave your teeth on the floor? <laughs> we have to go to the emergency room God now. Damn Get it. in the car. Put your shoes on. Dude, <laughs> can you imagine biting your Could you lip imagine? or your tongue? Oh, with shark teeth. With shark teeth. Could you imagine it's making out with, with somebody? Blunt, stupid teeth. Yeah. <laughs> and then having teeth. them slough off a tooth. <laughs> I've got two pretty good shark teeth. These guys can eat an apple. And, and then because we have shark teeth, you just like munch it. You're I know. Like, or, or got re- one. I mean, me as a woman giving a blowjob, but you receiving a blowjob. No. Nope. And all of nope. a sudden, nope. oops, sorry, nope. sorry. Oh, God. I sloughed a tooth. Nope. Oh, nope. God. All, all oral okay, is off the menu yeah. with shark teeth. Oh, I'm shit. sorry. No, none of that. We'll not allow it. (laughs) We'll find other holes. We'll figure it out. Okay, so get this. Switzerland prohibits the ownership of just one guinea pig. Okay, now I thought this was interesting. just one? Just one. So you have to have several? Since guinea pigs are such social creatures, (sighs) one guinea pig would get lonely. I'm for that So having just one is considered animal abuse in Switzerland. And this actually (laughs) is in laws involving animals, real and mythical, at the Library of Congress. I'm with the Swiss. Yeah, with the Swiss. It's it. illegal They're owning only one guinea pig. They're ahead of the curve. That's I'm for it. I had I had two solitary guinea pigs at separate points in my childhood, but they were both alone. Now I feel like a piece of shit. Yeah. You should feel very bad. But I took them out a lot. <laughs> you tried to be I part of their tribe. Them. <laughs> I'm, I'm a guinea pig too. I like you're not though. Here, I'll pee in the in the wood shavings, <laughs> just <laughs> like you. What's, what's funny is that the, the the nuance of that is like, yeah, but what if they don't like each other? What if they're like, oh my God, this guy forever? Yeah, what, like if, our cats? what if they're like your cats? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh. I had guinea pigs growing up and I forgot how fun and how much joy they brought me. They're funny. I love them. It fucking hurts them. when they bite, though. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's enough for me not to want one. <laughs> it's that. rare. Those, those little beaver teeth. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. they're very sweet. Like, both rare. of the ones that I had were very sweet. The only times they ever bit me was if they got startled. If you deserved it. No, oh, like a dog. Were you being a I jackass. Didn't, I didn't pick on them. No, I loved my guinea pigs. <laughs> Did they but I would like. I remember. I remember. No. Okay. But I remember. I was like. I had this guinea pig, Samson. He was like a calico, like mm-hmm. tan Samson. and black one. You know. Was he a long hair? hair? And he was long haired. <laughs> yep. He had he had like that little mohawk with oh. things down in front I of his that. eyes. Excellent so, name. So cute. But his name was Samson, and he liked watching TV mm-hmm. with me. So I would, shaved his so, head, and I was you? just a little, I was just a little kid. So I'm laying on my dad's bed, watching the TV in his bedroom with this guinea pig on my chest, and he's just chilling there. And we're watching TV. And he got startled, bit you, and, and my, went. My brother came in like, uh, little like fully loaded, like he was gonna come in and mess with me, you know. Uh-huh. So he comes running in and Rah! and this guinea pig freaked out and just like panic bit me <laughs> on my on my bare skin, oh, right oh. on my chest, and I was like. Ah! <laughs> 
<laughs> Simpsons killing me. Oh. <laughs> it's a little rabbit scene from fucking uh, Monty Python. Something primal <laughs> in your brain. Something primal in your brain can't help Run but imagine that it's like, oh, he's gonna eat his way inside of me. Oh God! <laughs> Run away! He's burrowing. No. no, no. <laughs> Running away. Yep. Um. So get this: a shrimp's heart is in its head. I've heard that. <gasps> if that wasn't interesting enough, due to the nature, my brain's in my dick. <laughs> Oh, so if that wasn't interesting enough, due to the nature of their open circulatory system, shrimp have no arteries, so their organs just float around in blood. Fuck yeah. That sounds simpler. Dude, that makes the thunder shrimp so much more metal. <laughs> Floating around his guts. Dude, it's his yeah. brain and heart. You, you, uh, man, these little fuckers are just thunder punching each other in the head. And it's it a matter. big deal. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Get the heart, get the brain, get the dick. All the things. Fuck. Are okay, so here's. Why are I always gonna say dick. We're know. gonna, we're gonna. This will be our last one. But uh, sloths, super adorable animals. I love one sloths. of my favorite animals on the planet. Sloths can hold their breath longer than dolphins. Okay, get this. <laughs> dolphins need. They to, just forget that. They just can't oh. swim that fast. <laughs> dolphins need to come up for air every ten minutes. But by slowing their heart rate, sloths can actually hold their breath for 40 minutes. Damn. 40 minutes for a sloth. Those cute <laughs> animals. 40 minutes. they're just used to breathing really slow. They're cute until you <laughs> see their hands, and then you're like, what the fuck are those? <laughs> yeah. What why are, are you, those little things? Why are you things? so adorable and slow, and you have knives for hands? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like Edward Scissorhands. I'm not... You know. uh, yeah, just, Edward Scissorhands or, or yeah, Freddy Krueger. Freddy Krueger, yeah. yeah. I wonder, I haven't, I know this has been asked and I'm a moron for probably being the next person to ask, but I wonder if they have moments where they're like, oh, fuck, and they can actually move super fast. We're like, oh, danger. I hope, it, I hope it's like one day in their entire life. <laughs> I've like, seen that just killed me. It was our quest. It's our life quest. We have to have the one day where we sprint. I've seen them, I've seen them move quickly for a sloth on no, the ground gotta go. yeah where there that's a sloth sprint when they're like they're kind of like ambling oh, oh. from on the ground from one tree to another but they're uh yeah they're not that's very fast at all. Feeling in my butt. There's, mm -hmm. there's this book series called the iron druid series i'm sure i've mentioned it before but there's uh well there are druids in it shocker and um, one of them gets this like animal familiar that's mm -hmm. a sloth, mm -hmm. and uh, he can talk to it because he's a druid. Mm -hmm. And the sloth's name is Slomo Nomo Brodely. <laughs> Slo what to say that again? Slomo Nomo Brodely. Oh my gosh, how <laughs> that's adorable! In and that's in my life. brain forever. Yeah. But there was this scene that it was probably one of my favorite scenes in the entire series. But he, as a druid, could like imbue things with like natural power mm -hmm. you know, like power from the earth and so he was like got into a situation with some people that wanted to kill him so he imbues this sloth with power to move quickly uh-huh and like normally i listened to the audiobook of this book and normally the narrator would be like whenever slow-mo was talking mm -hmm. he'd be like awesome. you know but then during this scene mm -hmm. he was like whoa okay this is awesome do you feel this way all the time yeah. holy shit <laughs> <laughs> it was like, he's like how cute the best moment he's like mm -hmm. ben shapiro talking to destiny on that lex freeman <laughs> podcast anyway if you put that at, at three times speed you'll die just saying yeah okay Aneurysm, death. Death. Well, I can't you. even listen that fast. I can't listen that fast at all. Right. You shouldn't. I mean, Just at regular speed. 
I can't I, listen I, that I like fast. that shit. I like it as fast as you, I mean, I don't want to listen to a podcast at super fast speed if I'm <laughs> trying to, you know, whatever. Zach but. just wants everything to be an auctioneer. <laughs> yes. I don't 25, mind. 2, I got 25, 3, 25, 24, 25, 25, 25, I grew up with the micro machines, bitches. That, do you guys remember the mm. micro machine guy? Micro machine guy. I showed our son the other day and he's like, yep. what the fuck? Because yeah. it's basically the end of any commercial, but yep. all throughout the commercial. I remember that shit. I like, hated it was amazing. that commercial. That basically that guy invented like speed rap right there. But if they put a beat to it, it'd be amazing. I remember Dude. turning the TV down every time that commercial came on because I couldn't handle the guy's voice. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that was I had. Uh, that was one of the coolest toys I had when I was a kid. Micro I had machines. The, I had the micro machines that was like an actual big like truck mm-hmm. and then it unfolded yes. into a little micro machine city yes. with like little garages for all your micro machines those I hit, spent so oh, much time those commercials hit the points that we all all the boys and girls <laughs> yeah. were like give, give me the thing that folds in with all the little things <laughs> shut up and take my parents money yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we live um, on welfare and I will guilt them into buying micro machines <laughs> Christmas will still kill it for me <laughs> Goddamn micro machines that guy, I don't a lot remember of what they look like. They're they're Hot Wheels, but tiny. Yep, tiny and little cars. They had a little bit oversized wheels, and some I had like the the big monster truck. I had his, so many of them. So that guy's voice it's and his bigger. little you know speed montage and me turning the TV down made it so that I had really no idea what micro machines were then <laughs> because I refused to look at the commercial. Uh, fair. That's just fair. steered you right away from it. It did. Our son wasn't like really impressed either. He was like, I got that's cool that you can do that. I wouldn't listen to that. I don't want that. But that guy <laughs> fucking he had a career for a minute. He was all over the place. So there were so I really don't even I'm gonna have to look it up because I that really guy, don't even know what they look like. That guy spurred my imagination because of those commercials. I decided that because I had that little thing and it was like a little city in, mm-hmm. in there. I know exactly and, what you're talking about. And and I had um like I'd create stories. Like in my mind, there was like tiny people living in my tiny city with Fuck my it. micro machines. Sim City before and, Sim City. But they all talked really fast, like the guy in the commercial, because <laughs> because they're little, so they'd be like, because <laughs> like time moves faster for them, right? Like mm-hmm. they they they. I had several generations be born, age, and die in my micro machine city. <laughs> and that micro machines guy in the commercial was the king of those people, <laughs> yeah, or at least obviously. the guy that donated the sperm. Yeah, he spawned uh, them yeah. for sure. It was his DNA. So of course they all talked. He crawled into a micro pool of micro mud and primordial micro civilizations Wouldn't came out and he sold them to children <laughs> oh my gosh check this out so i looked it up what micro machines we know they're great i, I looked it up but this is interesting every car that ever was made because i came across this thing is called the vintage 1990 maybe that's why 95 you weren't paying I was, attention to that i was shit. You were way too i mean my daughter was busy, born in yeah. 94 yeah. that's probably why i turned it down I Man. wasn't a kid. I was I'm, an adult. I'm never too old yeah. for toys. I'll play Legos right now. <laughs> Micro- so this Legos. is vintage 1995 Micro Machines Galoob Super Auto World Tune Garage with seven cars. Yes. Let me see it. Do you have the picture? Yeah. Check that out. So Nostalgia that's what they Ooh, yeah. I remember seeing these. That's Nostalgia not. That's mean. not what I had. But that's cool. Gosh. There's more pictures. Fuck yeah! There's through. like a little. There's like a little that turnstile thing on yeah, the top. You could park your cars eBay. on there and then rotate them out. You're like oh, this, this car. Yes. <laughs> this thing. This thing, Zach. Fuck yeah! Yeah, dude. God. So we're gonna have to <laughs> screenshot that and post that in jar so Ooh, you guys all know. Where and it was modular. It fucking unfolded. Yeah. Everything oh, would hell move. Yeah. Or and then they'd have one thing where it's like if you push this, it'll shoot a car out the damn down a ramp. You're like, yeah, give me the thing dude. with the ramp shooter. <laughs> 
oh, I'm gonna run my micro machine into this micro elevator and lift it up with a little crank, a little micro crank. It was my dad's generation. They're like, as soon as you turn 18, all your toys are burned. We burn all the. You become a man and you don't play with your toys. That was my dad's generation. They're like, we burn my my. He would always tell me, he's like, my grandfather burned my or your grandfather, his father. They burned all my baseball cards. It's like, well, you put them on your, the spokes of your fucking tires, too, mm-hmm. on your bike. So they're probably not worth anything anyway. But, yeah, that is kind of a dick move. So why are you continuing why that? Why are you doing it by to me? You know how much in. it hurts. That's why they're valuable, I think, now, is because so many dads were like, get that the fuck out of here. He's mm-hmm. got to grow up and go be a plumber. Get, get some real money Do you remember in your life. Stretch Armstrong? Yeah. It was a toy when I was a kid, like I wanted much. one so bad. Oh, yeah. I wanted to Stretch Armstrong. <laughs> It'll just look like fun. My cousin had one. I played with it a couple times. One of my so I grew up with two boys, Alvin Ain't and Willie. Ain't no GI Joe, I'll tell you that. Alvin and Willie, and uh, I think it was Alvin and Willie. Anyways, one of them had a Stretch Armstrong, and he tore. And I found out the inside of Stretch Armstrong. I think it's it, taffy. Get in no, there. No, it was it. sand. I think it was sand. Something to put in your mouth for sure. No, it wasn't sand. <laughs> it wasn't. It was like this weird gooey stuff. I've seen the inside of a Stretch yeah. Armstrong too. Yeah, it's. There's some sandy vibes to it, I think. I think so. But anyways, yeah, I wanted one so bad. I love this. Vintage 1991 Micro Machines Galoob Super City Van RV fold-out play set with cars. That's what yep. I fucking had, dude. But now Swipe imagine through those pictures where it's unfolded. I was like, <gasps> whoa. But that fucking guy was like, Vintage 1991 Micro Machines Super Van RV fold-out play set with cars. You got to get it right now. Get your parents up. Wake them up. Right, come yeah. up. Punch them in the face. Punch them in the dick. Grab their wallet. Get your credit card. You can send it right now. To m- send it to me. Send it to my house. Oh go my go pee in their shoes, but not the shoes that you need to get them to take you to Fred Meyer to buy the Micro Machines. Buy the fucking Micro Machines. Goddamn. Well, if you guys still have your micro machines, consider yourselves lucky. Yeah. And it's okay to to play video games when you're older. It's okay to have things that you like that give you vibes from a simpler time in your life. That's okay. Build giant Lego replicas of Lord of the Rings structures. Yes. If if for some reason it keeps you from being responsible for yourself or going and earning a living or doing things in society, then maybe do it anyway. Yeah, fuck it. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) It's not that. Blame something else. It's probably the society. It's society's problem, not you. No, but if you do have your micro machines, uh, send us pictures of please, your micro machines. Please, Put it God. in the shitbox. We'd love to see a shitbox post with all the micro machines. What's your favorite micro machine? Mm. Oh, I couldn't even answer that. I couldn't either. I'd need to see my collection again to they refresh my memory. They weren't really as wild as Hot Wheels. Like they were like they were just like fucking cars. Like, like you could get an ambulance, ambulance micro machine. Yeah, you get yeah. A dump truck micro machine. There's you just get, something fascinating you get like about a tiny shitty things. fucking Ford Pinto that nobody wants to drive to work in every day. That's probably a micro machine. <laughs> okay, the there must be. There's a Gremlin. Yeah, why not? <laughs> but I remember the Bigfoot ones. Those were just a lot of fun to play on the hotel beds oh, when yeah. my parents were traveling. They'd, they'd always buy me micro machines to shut me up. Those are the ones with like stuff. micro machines with big wheels, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. fuck yeah. Got I had it. a couple of those. Oh, the nostalgia me is getting us. All right, let's move on to the last little bit of the day. And this is going to be learning shit with Shaden. Things you learned. Things I learned this week. Now it's time for learning shit with Shaden, a.k.a. Poobah's hoo-ha. So this is uh, another very nerdy thing that I've brought to the table. That I like to learn theme. about I like to learn about nerdy shit. We've been talking about video games, <coughs> micro machines. I know. This whole episode's been pretty nerdy. We talked about books. We're gonna talk about my butthole in the bonus content. <laughs> we'll finally we get about, back to some normalcy. Fun. We talked normalcy. we debated the fact whether or not cats can get embarrassed. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. All three of us have pins in our pockets probably. Mm-hmm. I'm just kidding. 
I do. So <laughs> the thing I learned this week is that the world's first fault-tolerant quantum computer is supposed to be launching this year. Fault-tolerant. That's going to um, survive yeah. earthquakes? or So fault-tolerant. So you have to kind of understand a little bit about how quantum computing works, right? So well, it that's going to be the problem for me. It takes, <laughs> these, it takes these things called quantum bits or qubits. And I'm lost No, thank already. you. Yeah. <laughs> Where's my no thank you card? Available I told, at you, I told you this one was nerdy. <laughs> In six weeks. But it's really cool if you hang with me. So <laughs> it takes qubits and... Um, they when they travel from point A to point B, right? So like, Cubert is this like a, when they when here's Cubert a, jumps yeah Cubert when thing? he jumps on the okay. little blocks. I'm, I see it in my head. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so think of, this is a better way to explain it. So computers are ones and zeros, right? Okay. It's either a one or it's a zero, and it's several. Can, the, can several, a zero be a potato? Nope, it can okay. only be a zero. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer this it going swimmingly <laughs> I see it in my head this is going to make a whole bunch of sense to lots of people cool. I'm quite certain uh, so computers are ones and zeros quantum computing you can superimpose positions between one and zero with these particles right mm -hmm. and then using quantum entanglement they have two particles in two separate places that are entangled right. so they move the same way and they can use this to basically process data, solve equations, whatever. Mm -hmm. But like supercomputers are like even ones with a small number of qubits can already process equations faster than our fastest supercomputer right. can. But there's a larger margin of error. Oh. And that's what the fault tolerance is. Because I think the fault tolerance on binary ones and zeros is like 0. 0.0 zero one something to that effect like very small right mm -hmm. but it does happen um with these it's like one in a thousand okay might might be like oh that one didn't work so there's a larger margin of error so what you're saying is computers can <coughs> teleport themselves now and replicate yeah pretty much and okay. make potato salad <laughs> potato yeah potato mm -hmm. <laughs> 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 it's really all comes back to potatoes and dicks <laughs> just potatoes and dicks but if you if you give a shit about uh, quantum computing which unless you're an engineer or working at nasa or you know something something to that effect trying to find oil in the ground without drilling <laughs> kind mm -hmm. of shit then you're probably not super excited about it or maybe you're just a f big fucking nerd like me and you think it's cool but it's a it's a big leap in technology once it actually it becomes usable mm -hmm. and the the fault tolerance is something that's been a big hurdle mm -hmm. but these guys have uh they're they're leading the industry on it and they've managed to make this machine and uh they've got the fault tolerance down to significantly lower mm -hmm. because they're able to store data in two separate places simultaneously and so when they're looking at it they can be like oh this one looks like it fucked up but if they looked at the other one and mm -hmm. it didn't they're like oh that one was a fault and the computer can see that and know it and be like oh and it can just eliminate a bunch of faults on its own hmm. oh i was gonna say it can resolve its own issues yes or can it resolve the issues of say the faults that are human beings is that what's happening like probably lots of errors probably <laughs> by wiping them all out yeah probably <laughs> it's just like some it automated just vaporizes snowplow us. Just basically. 
It is for the greater good. It's an automated road grader. <laughs> Let's not let the robots run the road graders. Yeah, maybe not. That's, maybe they not. can run the tractors because there's lots of room to run, and it's you know it's less farmers in America now. But watch your ass, farmers. You're going to be the first to go from the robots. Watch your ass, farmers. Except for the potato farmers, we got to keep those yeah. right. No, I want the, I want all the farmers. The food is good. I like the food. I'm on the farmer side. We, the robots shouldn't kill the farmers. I'm just telling them to watch their backs because those threshers. I mean, we've seen horror movies with threshers. It's true. Yeah. Well, at least it'd be quick. I guess so. But how, how are we going to do the food? We need food. They're very quick. They very bring violent. Us food. They're very important to the like supply of life I'm, stuff. I'm with you. My I'm brain you. is stuck on the thresher. Why's that? Okay, so now you look really disconcerted. <laughs> I think of farming and I think of, you know, tractors and silos and combines. Thresh thresher. Thresher. Isn't that something that, isn't that a machine that you use in the brush to like knock down Oh shit, I said something trees. stupid. She's looking at me like a moron. That's what's it, happening. It threshes wheat. Yeah, it's for, okay. for yeah, it's used, peeling the wheat it's, from the it's chaff. for wheat. So rock. what does it look like? Well, I would a thresher. be hard pressed to describe. Like Can a, you drive <laughs> it? Is it a machine yeah. that you drive? Uh, fuck if I know. Do I look like I ride tractor? <laughs> I'm, gonna look I'm not it up. a sitting tractor kind of guy. I'd like to. A thresher. I'm going to look it up I so got I know. I bony ass. I think the tractor would Looks probably like that. tractor me. Oh, it's, pull it. okay. it's a it's something that you pull. Yeah. It's not something you drive. It's still probably not something you'd want. So it's not something that's mobile. It sounded violent. It sounded okay. like a violent I'm thing just on the farm. Sure. So a thresher removes the chaff from the seed. Got it. S yep. They, they separate wheat, peas, soybeans, any, yeah. basically any small grain type thing. It well, pulls the skin off. Well, have we sufficiently learned <laughs> yeah. and bloviationalized? Uh, yeah. yeah, I think we did. Okay. Yeah. Let's, let's get to the last bit of the show. Okay. All right. Now it's time to end the show, but we'll be back sometime in the future, yo. Wait, what the fuck am I doing here? Wrong studio, Dad. Who the fuck are these folks? Wrong studio, Dad. None of you touch my beans. Okay, thank you guys for fucking hanging out. Mm -hmm. This has been fun. <laughs> hanging out with you guys, as always. This is my Friday, like it's your Friday. Mm -hmm. And it's been a kick-ass week at Scatcast Universe. So much kick-ass stuff. Next week, we're going to have... Jose Montez, the guy that founded our Jargonaires group, he's going to sit at this table with us. Yeah. We're going to talk about life. And, uh, you know, we'll probably just go through some of this shit and see what he thinks. But we'll probably interview him hardcore like a goddamn interrogation. Mm -hmm. Yep. So we might even hook up the fun machine to his test. <laughs> oh, God, please. <laughs> Somebody else should wear the no, goddamn you'll still have it. We're just, gonna, we're just split it between the two of us. <laughs> I get one, he gets one. That's how car batteries work. We both get it. It's we're going to cornrow his beard. How come you guys don't get it? You're. You yeah. On your labia. Yeah. We just, we just haven't... On my cloaca, bro? On your cloaca, bro. 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 <laughs> we just haven't abused it enough yet. We haven't earned the privilege to sit to where you now sit. You guys have said fun several times to hurt me. Just to hurt me. And uh, I did just the other day. Yeah, yeah, you did. You got me. The dish shit files was a bloody mess. <laughs> you you probably earned it, though. I did. To be fair. I... I the word, the F word, is a go-to like crazy for me. <laughs> I looked up the words that compare to it. Nobody uses those. Nope. Very, very rare. You sound like a dork, which I like to do from time to time, <laughs> but I don't do it. It's you just, need a list of them typed out and stuck to the wall in front of you while you're recording. I got a better, it's, better it's idea. Real, How about a card? Yeah. <laughs> cards, cards, cards. There you go. It's Make a real ballyhoo. Ballyhoo. Shenanigans. Tomfoolery around here has brought a good yeah. Ballyhoo. Excellent. I learned that word from Mr. Burns on The Simpsons, I believe. You know, I probably did too. <laughs> 
Yep. I learned a lot of words from The Simpsons. That's one of my favorite parts of The Simpsons was the level of vocabulary that it you would walk away with. expanded your lexicon. Absolutely. You know I learned both those words from that. <laughs> lexicon was episode let's see, 17, season 2. No. You know what, what I learned? What's that? So instead of using the word fun, you guys learn stuff from what? The Simpsons? Mm-hmm. Replacements. So what I learned as a kid, the, it was either fun or it was fiddle farting around. Fiddle farting around <laughs> has oh, not yeah. been used. Quit your fiddle farting around. I heard, my... I heard fiddle fucking, but yeah, same. Oh. <laughs> when you're working blue, you got to throw yeah. the fuck word. We're fiddle fucking around. Fiddle fucking around. <laughs> it was grandma, my mom's mom. She's so funny because she has these certain sayings that never die. Like, well, for pity's sake. Yeah, for pity's sake. <laughs> <laughs> I love I've, that I've discovered that I use a lot of old colloquialisms mm-hmm. in my day to day and I never realized they were old until somebody's like the fuck is that yeah I'm like what do you mean what is that you never heard Namby Pamby <laughs> you find out it originated in a 1933 mm-hmm. King Kong yeah. movie I had like, never oh, heard of Namby Pamby ever until you said it I'd never even heard of that it that blows my mind like half, the parent, <laughs> half the things our parents said came from like an Elvis movie or some yeah. shit just like Dumb and Dumber made all of our vocabulary like the way it is well, or whatever I whatever Whatever form of autism I have, I inherited at least a part of it from my dad because he has the same thing I do where he'll hear a word that tickles his brain yeah. and he will relentlessly never let it go. Mm-hmm. I feel He's like, I don't care if anybody uses this, we're using, using it in it. this house. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yep, absolutely. Okay. I do the same. Yep, so, so do I. I think I do too. We all live in that part of the yeah. spectrum. Yep. For sure. <laughs> we're trying to close this out. Oh yeah, thank you to our trusted tr- triad, <laughs> Don, Chris, and Bodie. These guys, my God, there's been a lot of kick-ass shit going on in the shit box Uh, there was a a big old get together recently over the spot the spade stuff Mm -hmm. i don't know who the winners were but i fucking i was paying attention to trying to find the spade Mm -hmm. i don't know if anybody could have found all of them that was very difficult but huge community thing and it was really cool to see that's awesome and i hope you guys had fun that shit gets me too though the find the spade thing like Mm -hmm. things like that if i if i come across it i'm compelled like I must. Mm-hmm. They're challenging must. you. They're yeah. like, can you find the it? Fuck like, in yeah. They're like, bet you it. can't find it. I'm like, well, where's Waldo? Let's go. Yeah. I like <laughs> more highly of myself than that. I bet I can. Yep. Yeah. That triggers the uh, the interaction, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But thank you to our trusted turd herders. There's so many of you guys oh that are gosh, giving yes. us big legs on the internet that help so much. Thank you for sharing all of the stuff that you guys do, all the conversations Smearing out there. Smearing the scat. Smearing it is it lovely. Thank you to the Scat Meme Army. You guys kick ass. Mm-hmm. To our, uh, and of course, always doing work too. But this one, they're actually, I'm, I'm asking for, yeah, the no thank you Yankee style hat. If you guys, now we're asking them for logo design. <laughs> right. I think we're going to have to start throwing out paychecks. <laughs> but you guys kick ass. It is mm-hmm. amazing to have you too. Uh, and I actually want to want to shout out to one specific uh, turd herder. Uh, Libardi, Libardi, Libardi. Anyway, Joe Libardi. Joe Libardi. <laughs> He's. Uh, I just see what you're doing out there, man. With so mm-hmm. much appreciation for all the efforts and stuff. I hope you got all of your cards. Uh, make sure you, you fat cats get your fat cat cards. Get a hold of me and tell me you want it because I've mm-hmm. got solid fucking gold fat cat cards for mm-hmm. you. Not just the ten that are in there right now, but for everybody that's been a fat cat, we know who you are. Just let us know you want the card, and yeah. we'll send it to you send in a nice big fat email. magnet thing. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah! It'll yeah. be beautiful. It will be. But big thank you to to Goats for uh, all his efforts. Looking forward to having a little bit more from him <clears throat> during the Scat Tunes, which is coming up soon. 
Uh, he was a big contributor to that. Mm-hmm. But fuck yeah, you know, you turd herders. He I want to thank all of you all really the time. Really revved up for it already. Too. Fuck yeah, dude. Sketchings <laughs> is a thing, man. It's, awesome. it's fun. It's, I, it's, I can't wait for it to come back. I only said half of fun. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna train yourself that you just think of the word. It's Steve. Yep. And Steve's, you're just on, Steve's walk, riding the fucking button. Walk yeah. The machine's very finely tuned. Let me just dial <laughs> he just it up. Let me just dial it up a little bit for you. Yeah, thank you. He just has the uh, the button held down with duct tape at this point. <laughs> He's just laughing his ass off. <laughs> tape says, do not remove. Yeah. <laughs> Don't touch. <laughs> he, he wants a raise, and that's the problem. Well, oh. too bad for him. Unless you guys want to go to patreon.com. <laughs> but uh, huge thanks to the goats. And we're going to thank new turd herders every week. Yeah. Because the list is getting so long, if I if I read them all off, I'm going to miss people, and that bothers me. So yeah. that's another part of the spectrum mm-hmm. I'm on. And yeah. I, so instead must of that, be thorough. We're going to recognize true though one amazing cunt that we call turds mm-hmm. every every jar. But there you go. Last time, liberty, 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 liberty. <laughs> Get your goats. All yeah. right. Oh, I'm going to interject there. I'm going to say a thank you. Wrong show, but right right network. Thank you to yeah. you guys that have already jumped on the brotherly brain cell patreon nice that's, yeah. that's so you guys are fucking he's so cool i appreciate you guys you've already got mm. bonus content way better than what we did here well uh, debatable but <laughs> we didn't make bonus content until like yeah. two weeks ago <laughs> 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 so you're on it bro all right well i was trying not to repeat the sins of our past <laughs> but uh yeah no it's it's you guys are nothing else to say you guys are awesome love you so much thank yeah, you definitely check out the patreon for mm-hmm. the bbc but try not to be the one, the British broadcasting one, that they have enough money. Yeah, don't give it to them, shit. I also want to thank our Scat Saints. We're going to start doing that as well. All of the people that, that did uh, our Scat Saints earlier or at the end of last year, mm-hmm. we're going to tell you more about Scat Saints stuff. And this is probably the show to do it because mm-hmm. we want to do some charity work for our community that we have here. And the Scat Saints stuff, every time we release them from now on, is going to be really directed towards that. And mm-hmm. those are those metal cards, and there's you know those Pope cards come with it, mm-hmm. and we try and make a cool thing that's really not a lot of stuff because we want to take the the money that w- that we get from that and put it towards some people that need it mm-hmm. that we know. <clears throat> uh, so we're going to do that. Yes, and that's in the future. But I want to I want to thank the Scat Saints that started this. Yeah, uh, and they know who they are, and I'm going to get their names up on our website here pretty soon. Uh, I actually am trying to make a kind of art piece. Yes, but I don't know. Fuck, gonna it's probably going to end up looking really dumb. But the sentiment from you guys is there, and that's what we'll do as a Scat Saints. Yeah. But, yeah, that th- I think there's more people to thank, mm-hmm. but we're going to just move on. Mm-hmm. Scat Tunes coming up February 17th, I believe. Can't wait to show you guys all of the crazy music that our dick kicker has found and, and so many other people. Mm-hmm. It's going to be awesome. But as always, we'll, we'll talk, talk at you in the, in the future. future. It'll seem like a present. Yeah. Or the present. Or whatever well, the fuck you want. You know, I'm opening it! <laughs> Bye. It's just a ride.